Watching the game. Um, I was gonna watch the game. Uh-huh. I was thinking about watching the game, uh-huh. and then five minutes passed while I was in the bathroom, and I came out, and the Warriors were down by like twenty. And I was like, "Yeah, never mind." Even though I know that they can hit like twenty-three pointers in five seconds to come back. Yeah, it didn't take them long. What they came back? Um, they they had like a real good run where they got like within ten, where they were for real coming back, and then it pretty much like time ran out on the second quarter, and now I think they're back down to like nineteen or so. What, um, Jay? I don't, I don't, I don't. I, I know it's been a long time since you played black basketball, black basketball, because you're in Seattle, and before that you were in Korea. Um, so it's been a long time since you play with black people, but coming back, when you say that they came back and you're like they were down by ten, that's not really coming back. I, I mean, I mean, like, I mean you know, no, they had a, they had a good run. Like I was, I'm thinking of it in the, in the standpoint of like they had a, a legitimate run. They were down by 20, 20 plus points at one point. Like getting it to a ten ten is like what you well at least what I remember as being like the thing that you were supposed to do you know what I'm saying like you were supposed to like not think like we're going to come back and win this let's just get it to 10 and then we'll we'll start discussing like you know how to get break that 10 when we get there but right now just focus on trying to get it to 10 or if you were down by like 30 just get it to 20 you're down by 20 all right we'll just get it to 10 you get down by 10 all right get it to five okay we can win this yeah, um, am I the only one who had the the crazy, the crazy coach who didn't believe in in comebacks? See, here's the thing about comebacks. I um until very recently, because they aged up, um, I've coached first and second grade and third and fourth grade for like years now. Uh-huh. Um, and in first and second grade, if you're down by six, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if, if you're down by six, that's pretty much just pack up the buses. It's over. <laughs> yeah, basically. And in third and fourth grade, if you're down by ten, it's pretty much insurmountable. Um. Yeah, I think that that may be the difference. Is you're playing like you know you're you're coaching a league where like twenty points is when you start thinking like all right, well. I wonder, I'm gonna, I wonder what I'm going to eat after this. Like <laughs> you start thinking about dinner, start making lunch plans. I heard there was a new chicken sandwich at Jack's. I should check that out. Huh? Yeah. Uh, just, I don't know. Run Wildcat. Hmm. Is the McGriddle back? Uh, that's what's happening for you if, you if you're down by, like, anything more than 10 points. You know what? I am quite all right with the McGriddle coming back. That's the only reason why I actually liked McDonald's when I liked McDonald's, which I haven't liked McDonald's in a really long time. But Real talk. As a person who's now on the West Coast... McDonald's doesn't have the presence that it does like down south and on the east. I tried to tell like, you. 
I didn't. I mean, like, okay, like I get that McDonald's is McDonald's, and it's not like it's it's clearly not like a good place to buy food. I get that, but man, it doesn't have the presence that like like back home, like McDonald's, Hardee's, uh, Burger King. They have like presence, like they're on every corner. That's where you get your burgers from. Man, there's so many mom and pop burger shops like here that are just making like legitimately good burgers. I mean, you just there's no point to ever go into those places. And not only that, but there's so many mom and pop shops up there that will legitimately make you a great breakfast. That yeah. McDonald's is just like you could walk into McDonald's in Seattle and be like, oh, huh. Egg McMuffin, huh? Uh, Bob and Mary down the street they'll make an egg McMuffin for me but for an extra 50 cent they will put a piece of fucking smoked salmon on it right have the egg have the egg be sunny side up <laughs> yolk just they, be running down your chin exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, what can you do for me McDonald's oh okay you got a McMuffin right drive right. up to Burger King like hmm should I get the croissant witch or should I drive over to Ed and Stacy's restaurant where they have a croissant with a runny egg and Dungeness crab? Oh my God. The crab. Yo, Dungeness crab omelets are the truth. I had no idea that they were that good. It's amazing. If you, if you, like literally, if you had told me before I moved here that I'd be eating crab with the omelet, no, no, thank you. You're crazy. Oh my God. Oh it's my like god! The sweetest, <laughs> the sweetest thing I've ever known. <laughs> it's like a like a gentle kiss on the collarbone. Oh my god! <laughs> so good. Oh my god! Oh my god! Like Which, honestly, wait. I just I just want to say, Dungeness crab is one of those things where if you eat one piece of it, you're humming for the rest of the crab. And it's oh, not yeah. like when I try and tell folks from the East Coast about Dungeness crab, the first thing I have to tell them is they're a lot bigger than Maryland blue crabs. A lot. They're actually like, honestly, I think the only crab I've seen bigger than that is like what the king crab. Mm-hmm. Like king crabs are obviously the biggest. They have those big, long spider legs where like the leg is the size of like the length of my arm. But man, Dungeness crabs are huge, dude. And they're so good. And they're delicious. Oh my God, but they're they so good. They bite you like a motherfucker. <laughs> I prefer like, I prefer to get my crab gosh. like dead already. Why are why? you? Okay, so why are you why like? Why don't you want to see the fear crabs? in their eyes? Why don't you want to see the fear in their eyes? For the very reason that you were just stating that they would fight you. I'm yeah, hold them from the back. Feet. They can't get the claws all the way back there. And as you drop them into the water and hear them squeal, crab <laughs> Wait, squeal for real. Squeal. Yes, real talk. You they squeal. Hot, you put them in hot water and they go. <laughs> <laughs> and as okay, you I'm drop them in there, I, I just really I'm going to get alive, but I'm not going to eat it. I'm just going to throw it in the water to see it happen, and then like take them out, throw them away. <laughs> just just indulge. And I just want to hear one squill. I don't know if I can eat up. one after hearing the squill. You're going to pull up from the living room like Steph Curry <laughs> <laughs> for three. Uh, uh, Got it. <laughs> Count them. <laughs> Old man yeah. styles. Count them. I used to do some of the most depraved stuff. I, I, I went through state of depravity or depravity <laughs> where I was uh, putting crabs into hot water. And for a long, long time, I would always pull the Mr. Big, look at me. 
<laughs> I did this to you. <laughs> and then later on down the line, after I saw that um, that Tom Hanks movie where uh, he got hijacked or whatever, his boat got hijacked. Uh-huh. As I dropped him into the water, look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> Yeah. It, it just like I had a line for every single time, but dude, they squeal, they squeal, lobster squeal. I didn't know that. I see. I did not know that they. Because I honestly have never started with live. I always just get it already killed because I just don't. No, I just don't fuck with lobster fine. like that. Is it? I don't. Is it really food? <laughs> is it really half the fun? I feel like that's, that's some you. serial killer shit, man. No, it's not. It's like. Look, is it? <laughs> yes, is it? you're you're enjoying kill. Like honestly, I'm not. I don't need my food to be alive, man. I mean, like I know where it comes nope. from, and like I'll look cow in the face, and I'll, I'll put a two piece to the cow and kill a cow in the face. I, I hate cows. Exactly. But man, I'm everything else. Like I, I'm not trying to chop head off chickens. I, every time I fish, like it actually it hurts my soul. Every time I have to kill the fish, I mean I kill it and I eat it because I'm hungry, but. I don't take any pleasure in it. I guess I don't know. Like with the with the crab, though, I, I legit am gonna like get one live just so I can hear the squeal. I'm I'm saying crabs are <laughs> crabs are a fucking captive audience food. They are born to die. That's it. <laughs> wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. You're gonna have to explain captive audience food. So, like, crab is meant to to be killed because it's fun exactly. to watch them die. Can you say, explain to me what else they do in the world? Like, when you see Discovery Channel, the life of crabs, or when they have <laughs> Crab Week or whatever on Discovery Channel. There's no Crab Week, man. <laughs> There's exactly. no Crab Week on Discovery Channel. What am I trying to discover it? with Crab Week? But exactly. I'm not learning anything from that other than that they're delicious. You have never seen somebody say. Boris, the bottom-feeding crab, scuttles along looking for a mate. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Crabs have no life whatsoever. Crabs do nothing of interest. Crabs bring nothing to the table. The only seafood that is less useful than crabs are clams. I was going to say scallops. Scallops, too. The scallops are real Mollus. useless. As a whole. Yeah, <clears throat> just that whole subsection of seafood is just... Besides... Nothing. Crabs look like big red spiders. Statement of fact. They they do look so like when, giant spiders. So when you kill them, <laughs> that's that revenge, nigga. Oh, I saw a crab. I think it was an Alaskan king crab. Them motherfuckers look dead on oh. spiders. Yeah, they are. Like... If you just get the legs of Alaskan king crabs brought to the table, man, it looks like little spider legs. Like, it really does look like someone low-key ripped the legs off a spider and, like, boiled them for you. Exactly. So, it's real bad. kill them, mother... Kill them all. There should be no sadness. I mean, I'm, I'm, okay. So, I don't feel... It's not like I feel... Uh, I don't... Well, I, I feel bad about killing stuff, like, looking, like, fish in the eyes... Because like you like when you kill a fish in the field, like you have to get a rock and like just bash his head in. So I feel bad about that because I'm just not like I mean, like you could gut him alive, but that makes me feel a little bit worse. It, it's not so much like the actual killing that bothers me as as much as it is just how like there's not a civilized way to kill fish. 
Yes, there is. Put him on the grass. Walk away. Uh, watch them suffocate. So, so drown a fish, basically. That's like that's like taking like uh, taking somebody that you like. All right, look, we got to kill you, and just putting his head on the water to like the bubble stop. That's pretty. I'm just not. Honestly, I'm just not built for that. Plus, also, side note, that's super bad for for both you and the fish. So, like, uh, if you do that, like, a lot of times if a fish is, like, panics a whole bunch, um, it, it can ruin the meat. Taste of the food. Yeah, it can ruin the meat. So, you, you kind of have to do them in. I don't have a problem with that. Well, I know you don't. I'm I saying I have, I have issues eyeball. bashing the brains in of a fish. But you'll fuck a cow up. Yeah, fucking hate cows, man. I don't have you I been just, around have you been around a herd of cows before? Nah, they fucking stink, dog. They stink. Sometimes when I'm stupid. about to eat a cow, I realize they smell like shit. That's because they shit everywhere. And they will look you in the eyes while just literally taking a shit on the other end and look at you like what? They, they look at on? you like look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> right. Look at me. Look at me. I'm pooping now. Like, oh, whoa, whoa, cow. And just we'll just look you like literally we'll just with this big dumb look, just be looking you dead in the eyes, shit dropping out the other side. Or my personal favorite is uh like if you're walking in a field and there's some cows over like to the side, if you're not paying attention and you like if you look down for a couple seconds or if you like stop the tie shoe and you look back up, all of a sudden the entire herd of cows is just around you and they're just surrounding you like, Yeah, we ate meat, nigga. We have you. Like, I hate that about cows. Like, if you're walking and a herd is on the, like, away from you, they will come around and herd around you. It's so annoying. But what about when you're walking through the field and there were cows that were in the field, but they're further away and you step in cow shit and out of nowhere, you just hear, ha, got him. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what? Honestly, uh, like, so the, the actual cow pies or whatever didn't bother me. Like, that's, like, honestly, like, that, I mean, you you knew that was what was happening. So, like, I guess for for reference for why I have these country-ass references, um, like, I had a friend who uh, had, like, his family had, like, grew, like, raised cows. It didn't grow cows. They raised cows. And so, like, one summer, like, I went with him to his farm and I, like, helped with their cows. So one summer I, I did my cowboy stick just cause like, you know, I mean, you gotta, you gotta fill the, the bucket list. Right. So I, I got to know cows really well that summer. I don't have a cowboy on my bucket list, but please continue. How do you not, I'm talking about like, how do you not, the only thing I didn't do that I wish I had is, uh, I wish I had smoked like some Marlboros as I was doing it. Like just have a Marlboro, like just dangling from my mouth the entire time and just like never take it out of my mouth. Just always talk with it, like, what are you talking about? Let me get them cows over and just do that the entire time. I didn't do that. I wish I had. So, <laughs> so you're the only black person that I know who wanted to be a cowboy. Yeah, but I mean, how many black people do you really know from the South? Like, for real, Apparently South. Not right? enough. If niggas wanted yeah. to be cowboys. Yeah, man. You don't remember uh, I mean, Ben I, Bone Thugs and Harmony do this whole ghetto cowboy thing? Don't, you don't remember that? I you do. better count your money. You better count your money. Yeah, but they were That's, high. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> maybe, but hey, 
it brought it's even like even sober like you have at least i have a deep-seated desire to like be a cowboy i kind of played it out i actually honestly real talk i really want to like move to wyoming buy a ranch and just live off the land man no you don't i'm serious man no you're not it speaks it speaks to well no i mean it's not it obviously i would not be well i don't know i want to say i wouldn't be welcomed there but i'm not sure it's hard to tell out here, man. Like, I, I miss the South where people were just straight up and down racist and I could just assume. Like, I can't assume anymore out here. There's people out here, I'm like, okay, you're right. You must be, no, no, you're, wait, you like black? What, you watch Roots? You want to talk to me about Roots and how it made you feel? What, what is going on right now? I can't tell. I just, I, 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 I can't live in a place where there's not enough black people there to have my back. I think that's the rule. <laughs> you like, did at least. When I walk through the neighborhood, when I walk through the neighborhood, when I first move into a neighborhood, I walk the neighborhood and I count the number of white people and Asian people. And then I count yeah. the number of Hispanics and black people. And the number of Hispanics and black people had to at least be a one to three ratio. So for every <laughs> three white people there has to be at least one black person or hispanic person in the neighborhood okay. so then if shit goes like, down you realize that technically technically like I, I thought you were gonna say just all these black people but you threw this hispanic in there i was like technically the odds of that happening are real low because i mean there's only 13 percent or like what 12.6 percent of the population that identifies as african-american exactly. or black so you, you gotta get hispanics yeah, in on that i guess like puerto ricans too you gotta get them in i guess puerto ricans hey. count as hispanics I always think of Puerto Ricans as being like a little bit separate from Hispanics. I just realized, but yeah, Puerto Ricans are Hispanics as well. I don't, I don't know why I think of them as being like on their in their own separate category. Because they're, you also probably think of them as their own separate country, even though they're part of America. No, actually, I think I because I think I may think of them as their own separate category because, and this is going to sound a little fucked up, but I think of them as being American first. Whereas for people who like immigrate here or for people who are like, like second generation, I think of them as being like, uh, where they're from first and American second. Does that make sense? So like, I don't know why I do that. Like I think of Hispanics as uh, not Hispanics. I think of Hispanics as referring to, uh, like first and second generation people. Like even if you, you're, if you're like, you know, or I guess like by the time your grandmother, you know, your grandmother maybe came from, from, uh, either, you know, Mexico or, Cuba or uh, I guess even Brazil or from one of the, the South American countries or Central American countries at that point I started considering you just American first and I, I think that's just kind of a messed up thing on my part that I do I think it is too and I think that the reason why I know that um, Puerto Rico is a part of America is because of little giants I, I think that if I want to elaborate the the Wait, what? The the annexation of Puerto Rico, nigga, the greatest football play in the history of ever. <laughs> okay, all right. I was like, wait, I, I need you to elaborate, but now I know what you're talking about. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's that's actually how you know that Puerto Rico it was, exists. It, it, yeah, it got annexed into America. I know that because the geeky kid who looks like the chicken from the Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> Videos. Annexation of Puerto Rico. The annexation of Puerto Rico. Hey. <laughs> That's how I know. <laughs> a lot of stuff that I the know about history I learned from movies and cartoons. 
You know what? I, I do love the fact that you actually did learn some legitimate stuff from a car, from a movie, a 1994 movie, no less, starring Rick Moranis. Yeah, who literally said, and this is, I don't, I don't know any black people who do this. I only know white people who do this, and I'm being completely honest. Um, just woke up one day and said, you know what? I just don't want to act anymore. And he just stopped. Mm-hmm. Like it all up. Well, I can't imagine ever having enough money where you're just like, you know what? I'm good. I'm just gonna stop. Even Too Short and Jay Z have lied their way through that. I'm, I'm just gonna stop. I'm gonna leave the game behind. I'm retired. That was like 15, 16 years ago. Yeah. I think though he had the of of I think so. So it reminds me of almost like like he had a legitimate good reason for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So in his case, like he left because his, uh, his wife died, and like, unless I'm mistaken, his, yeah, wife, passed his wife passed away. And so he he left to like he he would have to spend like six to seven months on set away from his children every movie, and so he was like, well, I put my kids first, and so he just like was like, look, I'm not I'm not doing that. I am going to raise my kids. So and he you know he still worked as an actor. I mean he did some voiceover work and some other stuff. I guess to keep the lights on and whatnot and kind of support his children. But I mean, I think that's that's probably the difference between like say like him and like Michael Jordan going to go play baseball or you know Jay Z. Uh, I don't know what he was supposed to be going to go do. I think they they just didn't have a legitimate good reason for it. And even with Jay Z, I'm willing to bet like from the look of it, like he slowed down pretty pretty exponentially in his like in how much rap he's he's actually doing you know what i'm saying like i don't yeah. think he's going to the studio every day anymore well that's because now he's a family man right that's what i think i think having children changes that for you like you're you obviously have something that takes a little bit higher priority than your career and your drive for like success is coming from a different place now also because he can sit back and get like six hundred thousand dollars to do a 16 measure verse Right, he can spit like eight bars and be like, "All right, well, uh, <laughs> actually, sixteen thousand for eight bars is probably low for Jay Z. I, I bet he probably makes about fifty, because I mean, it's guaranteed that, like, if, especially if it's going to be a single, it's a guaranteed hit if Jay Z spits on it. Exactly. Even though I wonder, like, as Jay Z gets older and as rappers continue to just be the same freaking age is he gonna yeah. fade out like is he gonna have to start dropping the prices of his uh verses or do you think he's really just gonna retire i think it's gonna be a fade because i mean i don't think rappers really retire as much as they're just not hot anymore you know what i'm saying like it's, it's just i mean like okay so I've been like listening to a whole bunch of like old nineties and like early like late eighties and early nineties hip hop, right? And think about like mm-hmm. like like Big Daddy Kane, Rakim, uh LL Cool J, Cool Mo D, um, Tribe Called Quest, De La Soul. Of that those groups, like I think only really De La Soul is still active. Tribe Called Quest kind of is. It's just like no one's sitting around like waiting for the next Tribe Called Quest album. And it's not like they don't have fans. It's just like, you know, they had their time. And so now they're kind of faded. And yeah, I know that so Tribe Called Quest also I've had death there. to do that. Yeah. Yeah, death will yeah. stop any band. 
except for white bands who will immediately just insert somebody else in rock bands and r&b bands will just be like uh that's too bad hey hey you kid from american idol you want to be the lead singer of queen (laughs) yeah basically hey you can sing get in there and white bands do not stop for death or disagreement show must go on for real exactly there was one dude who uh continues to perform because he has to pay his medical bills like if he stops paying his medical bills or if he can't afford his his insurance anymore he's gonna literally die like he's had so many things removed and uh cancers and whatnot like the only way he can uh continue on it's like uh andre 3000 said he can't afford to not record so <laughs> he's on the road like constantly Wait, and then he'll just about? stop off at a hospital pay for a visit go in and get patched up and keep going who is this who is this some white dude i read about it on crack.com i bet you i can find it hold oh, on oh you keep talking i thought you saw about a rapper that just was was this no like, they ain't gonna let no rapper don't get no rapper on insurance. <laughs> you know what? I wonder if rappers like life insurance is like sky high, or just health insurance in general. Because I mean, they they obviously live a pretty rough lifestyle. And it's actually, technically, any rock musician's health insurance should be like just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it's but just even more so rappers. Because I mean, I don't even know, though as I keep hearing, rock musicians do a lot of drugs. I man. Just get shot up a lot more. Well, yeah, but like, okay, but on the flip side of that, uh, like, rock musicians do a lot of drugs, like a shit ton of drugs. Like rappers, and that's that's it's still to this day my um, my drug use policy is if there's not a rock, not a, excuse me, if there's not a rap song that talks about doing it, I don't do it. So like cocaine, I don't do cocaine because there's no rap song about like how great it is to do cocaine. There's a lot about selling it, but no songs about doing it. Weed though, cool. A lot of songs about smoking weed. It's a safe. It's it's a safe bet. Rappers don't take risky chances with with stupid drugs. They get shot a lot, but I mean, really, outside of Tupac and Biggie and Big L. Wait, did Big L get shot? Yeah, niggas get shot all the time. But and I mean, like, honestly, shot, their fans are was, getting shot. And to be real, I mean. Honestly, the the chances of getting shot as a, a black rapper are about the same as the chance of getting shot as a black man. It's just as a rapper, it's a little bit more. You know, like you know, you uh, the story gets told. Yeah, he was. Well, shot. no, 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 no. I think that as a a, a black rapper, I think that the chance of you getting shot goes up exponentially due to the fact that are the yeah the actual chance of you getting shot go up due to the fact that there's so many people crowded into one space somebody gonna be able to murk you yeah and after what happened to that girl from what the voice who got shot and killed at a concert dude I'm waiting for a rapper to get killed on stage man well I mean technically it was predicted um, by what the boondocks yeah. With uh, the rapper singing a song about he got shot and then got shot while singing a song about getting shot. 
and it it took like someone two hours to call the uh, the paramedics because they thought he was just doing this all for two hours. <laughs> Yo, like honestly, in in light of the events that are happening in the world around me, I have a hard time laughing at that, but I have a hard time not laughing at that because it's funny as shit. Like I have a really hard like with everything that's happening, I have a really hard time like laughing at that, but at the same time, like I have a hard time not laughing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm, I'm conflicted. I'm really conflicted on that. Why? Honestly, because like someone legitimately got shot at a concert, dog. Like that's that's what I'm saying. Like with with the shootings that are happening and like people are getting shot like pretty much everywhere now. Like what? Shot at clubs, concerts, uh, movies, um, schools, colleges. I mean, like there's not a place where people aren't just getting shot. Like it's really hard for me to laugh at like. Like people getting shot at, like in public humor, but at the same time, it's also really hard for me not to laugh at it because it is actually pretty funny. You only get one shot. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. Uh, like I, I hate myself a little bit more because I laughed at it, and it was like instant too. So it's like, oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I got questions, but you know how we do. Jay, welcome back to the Dream Team. You are listening to the Dream Team. I'm Imaginative Jay, and now a musical break. Jay, 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 Jay in the morning. So I said this rhyme I'm about to say The rhyme was mecha and then it went this way Recollect a mecha mic check on a windmill skill Master steps wearing Godfather hats It's okay to parlay the forte better Tell her my nigga need a sweater tougher than leather Swing another Robin King thing and I wreck But just like the white one I get no respect Money stay awake cause the other niggas are fake From Hollis to the beacon know your dumb ass is leaking CL and one DMC so rush it Big time way before Hammer got to touch it Remember the faces in all types of places Look ma, no shoelaces And I'm Check it. I'm taking the tour. I'm wrecking the land. I keep it hardcore. 
check it. Sucker MCs could never swing with D because of all the things that I bring with me. Only G.O.D. could be a king to me. And if the G.O.D. be in me, then the king I be. The microphone is granted when it's handed to me. I was planted on this planet and I plan to MC. The MC themes only seem to agree that I rock of the world and the society. Outrageous on the stages with a tuna verse. I give praises from these pages to the universe. My voice is raw, my lyrics is long. I keep it hardcore like you never saw your wanna be. You wanna be. to be. I went to John Jay University, and since kindergarten I acquired the knowledge, and after 12th grade I went straight to the college, down with the kings on the microphone swinger, the P to the R, not an R&B singer, the R to the U-N-D-M-C, and the fly human beings, tonight I hold the key, flowing with the folk track, hit a soul brother black, pick up the pace, better yet be the space, so let me put my big black twinkie on, into the early morning, had the skins going, mecca, yo, you want the mecca? Yo, I make a funky beat so we can blow, check it out. Check it out. rocks the boot knock, put you in a headlock, and now all the yada yada flock is on down with the thing. Like a dime. Yo, Rin, tell them what they do when you start rhyming. I go to the pool. 
party. I hit behind the spot. I don't know what it is, but the girls get hot. It's firing like they're on fire, and the so-called boyfriends with them are retiring. And for this reason, I'm walking threat. So when I'm on stage, I want quiet on the set. W.A. Take two. Now to get started with my musical profession. The gangsta all feeling and mine is in session. The way that I'm referring to this makes you move your butt. But don't stand in the days, yo, you should know what's up. Anyway, I keep the clapping along. There's nothing bad can go wrong because the song is so strong. I'm like Toyota. Who could ask for anything more? When in W.A., it's cold rocking the floor. I like stupid, acting like a retard. Waiting for a bum rush, getting to the good part. It tempts me so with temptation. Write my lyrics with this hype information. This is just a section of my creation. So don't say shh with an explanation Just look at the center of the stage where the spotlight shines Well, you should have known by now It's mine, unpredictable, keeping you extremely enjoyed It's irresistible, meaning that you can't avoid And while I'm on stage, just look forward to sweat But after I rip it up, I want quiet on the set I could be loud as hell, think I will never quiet on the set. Yeah, I like that better. That's what I can do. I think I earn respect. And if I did from you, that's what I expect. Cause if it ain't rough, it ain't me. So who really cares how you want me to be? See, I'm just mean. Staying at the top of the pile and doing soft no tunes. It ain't my style. And this concludes our program. If I would WA makes a ruthless jam. Now first, we take an average drum, give it to Drake, and the boy is dumb. It's no secret. Then I sit alone at night, pick up a pad and a pen, and begin to write. All kind of lyrics that promise to play to make everybody say. They can be cold and ruthless, no question about that. But sometimes it's more complicated. Yo, Dre! You know what I want you to do? Now MC Ren is here working like super glue No matter what I do, I'm always thinking of you Cause I'm the pusher, supplying the fix And this jam so dope, it don't need a remix But I'm making obstacles of enemy traps To catch any MC with the weakest rap Crucify in vain, like just for using my name The definition is pain, but that's the thing of the game If they try to retreat, I catch them one at a time Cause they're committing a crime, but still promoting the rhyme So, you in the back of me, just listen and learn Because you all get a chance, or maybe a turn of my assignment was to give a preview so at my next concert, I want to see you there Not sitting in the chair, standing on both feet With your hands in the air, now I'm about to jet out But I'll be back for next time Expect a more funkier track Deep down for your enjoyment You hear more percussion Well, it was that smooth To start some discussion The proof that I'm hype And you know that's better Now continue to dance Cause I'm through with the set You're listening to The Dream Team like black women, there's a, there's this thing like I don't know like how much people really know about like you see my man what's your name bro? Tolu. <laughs> I'm trying to be all brotherly, but I'm like nigga Tolu. <laughs> what you named after feet and a hula hoop thing like some goofy African name somebody named it? My mother did that same stupid shit. <laughs> That's what Patrice is. I would let me tell you something. You'd be watching if it was up to one of my goofy ass 80 old aunts, I'd be Lamumba O'Neal up this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's went right through with it. Tulu, the <laughs> Tulu, the man with eight white friends. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha 
a true fool. That will both be told. I hate that name, and you got the, the voice that go with it too. Tolu, deep voice ass Tolu. And you sitting with a Ralph and a Brian and a Jimmy. And this nigga's Tolu, the great warrior that works at a law firm. Tolu and associates, nigga. Nobody knows this shit is Patrice Lumumba, some African? <laughs> That's a girl's name. <laughs> Patrice, you sure that With you, man. I know you, you went through hell in school, huh? You had the ass. That's why you got white friends, right? Niggas done tore you a new asshole. Every day he come to school, niggas probably go, boo, 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 boo. Like, niggas are funny. Here come Tolu. Here come Tolu. But your white friends go, that's a very majestic name, my friend. What is that name about? Well, it's from a king of That's cool, man. Come come on, hang out with us. No one's gonna tease me? It's not a setup? No, man, I love the word Tolu. Let me look it up for you, brother. Oh, it means love and, and peace for the rest of your life, Tolu. Niggas just be like, Tolu. We ain't shit though. Niggas ain't shit. We mean. We are. We mean shit. We mean. But that's why a lot of niggas date white women. Yeah. Yeah, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's a motherfucker. It's it's a man, you the shit you go through with being black is just <laughs> white people don't have to go through. One thing you don't have to go through, you don't have to go through like being individual. There's no shit you could do to embarrass all the other white people and shit. It really ain't. You're criminals, you get a serial killer. A uh, white guy killed 30 people. It ain't like I'm going, your people kill people all the time. It's just, you dismiss your criminals. Eh, he's a crazy guy, I'm not, he's crazy. Niggas gotta love their criminals. You don't understand what it's like to. <laughs> I got a question for you. What's up? And uh, I've been thinking about this for a while because, like you said, I've been listening to uh, 80s music, uh, early 90s, uh, just actually a couple days ago, I was listening to Cindy Lauper. Um, oh, nice. Who's pretty fucking dope. 
I I um I like her stance of girls wanting to have fun. I support that stance wholeheartedly. Uh yeah, what about her stance on uh she bopping? Um yeah, the song about masturbation. <laughs> I also wholeheartedly support that. But um I was listening to old school music um and I realized something and I was I I Shut the fuck up, Jay. I was talking to Nisha about it yesterday. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, what makes this funny is that now every time you mention doing something that's pretty normal for two people who are married, like, you're defensive as shit now. And you really shouldn't be, because you're married to her. You should talk to her. But you're so defensive now. It's great. You're defensive for doing something that you're supposed to be doing. I feel like I've won. <laughs> My job here is done. Mic drop. I fade into the background. <laughs> um, uh, damn it. Um, <laughs> but as I was listening, or I was listening to uh, old hip hop, and it came uh, to me that I was enjoying it. Good, good. And it's absolutely devoid of any cursing. Um, depending upon what you listen to, but yeah, like there's like it really didn't get into like a lot of cursing until what '92 when um, NWA hit the scene, and then so the that's what well, was, was that '92 or '90? Yeah, that was '92. So the question that I have is this: Is cursing necessary for you to enjoy hip hop? Will Smith would say no. Eminem would say he does have to curse to sell records, so fuck you and fuck him too. Um, I'll say this. <clears throat> I think a lot of the enjoyment, especially for me, because I've been listening to a lot of hip-hop, which, by the way, I have, like, a whole playlist, uh, Keep Your Rocks Hard, look it up on Spotify, of, like, just, like, some of my favorite, like, early 80s, like, late 80s, early 90s hip-hop. And I honestly believe that... Um, if those songs came out now and I was hearing them for the first time now, I don't know if I would if they would resonate with me anymore. I think it's a lot of it's just nostalgia. And I, like the one like uh, there's the one song I was listening to that uh, this really hit for me was um, the I Got a Man by uh, Positive K. Right. Uh, good old fashioned. Because uh, first of all. Uh, uh. I got, but anyway, first of all, I, I didn't realize this. That so what? Positive K? Yeah. Well, his name was Positive K. How did you, how'd you think he was? That your man ain't him. Well, the crazy part about that is did you know that that was him doing the girl's parts? Like he rapped his part and the girl's part in that song. It was just his voice tone, like tuned up. Well, I believe it because, you know, Sin and Solace. I can yeah. see that. But like I, honestly, I didn't. I did not realize that. I've just found that out like two weeks ago. <laughs> like I was looking up the. Uh, I was looking up the lyrics to the song because because uh, there's one part which is like, "Are you a uh, chef? Because you feed me soup." And I always wondered like, what the hell does that mean, Brian? Yeah. Yeah. Are you a chef? Because you just feed me soup. I'm like, what the fuck? And so finally, I was like, all right, look, I have the internet. I have Google. I'm at work. I'm not doing anything. 
Let me Fuck see what this is. Shit. I'm looking this up. Right. So then, like, I look it up, and then I find out that, like, uh, old dude, like, honestly, they, they explained the line. It was, like, a reference to some other song, some other time. What the fuck ever. I found out old dude did the entire, like, girl's voice himself. Could you imagine circa 2016 if Drake came out with a song with him, like, asking the girl out, and then he did the verses for the girl in his own, like, in a voice that was tuned up himself? Can you imagine just, yeah. like, the shame that we would throw at that nigga? No, no, no. Actually, I can see that happening, but but it wouldn't be about Drake. I could see him doing that like in a Meek Mill diss song. <laughs> and and he, what he's doing uh the, he's, he's doing, doing him and Nicki cuz Nicki would never join in on a diss song about Meek Mill. Yeah, but like I'm saying like having a, a conversation back and forth with him trying to get Nicki to sleep with him. And technically, they 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 technically did that. That's what uh what only was 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 Nikki like yeah I'm bad and then Drake been like yeah I know you bad whenever you're mad and you are done holla at your boy. That really was the the extent of his verse and the extent of like Little Wayne's verse was like yeah you need dick in your life and that was it. Yeah, you mean the truffle butter song? <laughs> yeah, where he talked about little- how he was gonna do her on the counter and uh, Drake is like yeah I'm next in line. I'm like, yeah, I would not be in a booth with those two. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope she recorded in her own studio. Like, <laughs> them two. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Little Wayne. Like, I, if it was just Drake and Nicki, I feel like Drake would be very respectful of Nicki and be like, oh, you know, you know, I'm Drake. I'm, I, I don't want you unless you want me. I feel like Little Wayne was the bad influence there. I feel like he would just. He's the one that's like, yo, I've been in jail. I'm high on cough serve and weed and X. I would fuck anything that moved and didn't move. I just finished fucking the, the refrigerator ice cube machine. Now I guess it's time your turn, Nikki. That's what I feel like what would happen with, with Lil Wayne. So with a, a slightly higher pitch voice and less English. You know, Lil Wayne had a seizure again. I'm not surprised. Lil Wayne does a lot of cough serve. He's gonna die really early like i am surprised little way makes it to 45 like i don't see like if he does he'll be i guess flavor flave styles and like he'll look just like flavor flave but for like our generation i guess but little way does a lot of drugs man like a lot of drugs like an unreasonable amount of drugs yeah you know what i'm saying he uh he's gonna die pretty early I'm just, I think he, I think he knows that too. I am bewildered by the fact that the Warriors scored 11 points in the first quarter of their game. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yo, I've been mean to ask Every quarter since they have outscored the Cavs, but when you only score 11 points in the first quarter, nigga, that Hard is catch the up. definition of oh. an uphill battle. They are within nine now, right? Uh, 74 to 83. Or 84 to 73. Yeah, they're within nine. 11? Yeah. Oh, I can't do math. <laughs> they're within 11. Yeah. 11? Um, My bad. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. they're all doing this on I've been, been meaning to ask you, though, because I know you're from Seattle. And Seattle used to have a team. Were you a Super Sonics, like a Sonics fan when yep. they were in Seattle? Yep. 
Now, I'm not bringing this up to make you salty because I, I this is not like me just being like, well, let me rub this in your face. Because I'm from Alabama. We don't even have a professional team, much less a professional basketball, professional football, professional baseball, and uh, a professional what, professional soccer team. We don't have any of that. But, like, did you, when they left and went to OK, OKC, like, did you follow them as a fan or were you just kind of left orphaned? Follow-up question. Are you now a Golden State fan because the Sonics left to go to OKC? Um, that's easy. No and no and no. Okay. So you, I, you, you I, didn't I, go I with didn't them to OKC. Fuck them. Um, fuck Oklahoma City. Fuck Russ Westbrook. Fuck Kevin Durant. Fuck Serge Ibaka. Fuck them all. I mean, I like him as people, and watching Russell Westbrook is like watching lightning in a bottle over and over again, just trying to escape. It looks like when that, so on, on the Gremlins Part 2, where the um, electricity gremlin got stuck on the phone, and he was just inside the phone box, and he was just banging on the, the, the screen trying to get out. That's Russell Westbrook. He is constantly banging on the screen trying to get out, and when you let him out, horrible things happen, and that nigga's a, a, a wonderful bully. Um, mm-hmm. fuck him, fuck Oklahoma City as a whole, and you know what? Fuck Sacramento Kings because they should have been in Seattle and I should have been whole again. But there it is. Okay, okay. <laughs> there it is. Wow. I was wondering where it was coming. I got knew it was coming. So I mean, like honestly, okay, okay. So you know, clearly that's not that's less than ideal. But you know, there, there's been at least here in Seattle, there has been talk. Of maybe uh, getting a little expansion team going and bringing them to, to Seattle, like and having them pick up where the Sonics left off. Expansion team, nigga, give us back, nigga, nigga. <laughs> just take nigga. it from OKC. <laughs> just nigga, give you look. back, correct? <laughs> just give us, just right, give us back OKC. Right before they left, <laughs> they drafted Russell Westbrook to compliment Kevin Durant. Uh huh. So they basically major leagued us by sucking for like two seasons, trading away everything, and then as soon as they get to Oklahoma City, they get the Shaq City. <laughs> Just fucking fuckity fuck fuck face fuck. Yeah, I, I feel like I may have I may have struck a nerve with that. My man. <laughs> have you been to the arena? Have you seen how empty it looks? Have you seen how fired up people get for the Seattle Storm games? Do you realize the Seattle Storm is still owned by the same motherfucker who sold the Sonics? Yo, it was a business. It was a business decision, and so I, I will. UK? I will support it. It's a business UK? decision. Man. If Alabama yeah. had any good pro sports teams, I hope they all fall into a river and get eaten by gators. Fuck you. Fuck that. That's pity. <laughs> You know what? How would you feel if 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 the Crimson Tide? Don't don't don't. don't how would you feel like if that. the Crimson Tide? Nah, don't even play like that. How would you don't even wait? Play, don't even fuck how would you like feel that. if the Crimson Tide sucked so badly that their attendance dropped by like three fourths? So the whole fucking school got up and walked <laughs> to fucking uh, 
the fuck is near Alabama? They walked to Mississippi. And once they got to Mississippi, they became an excellent team again. Like, they went undefeated for, like, the next four years. And they had a running back who was reminiscent of Bo Jackson when he played for Auburn. And it was just everything. And people were like, why aren't you happy? Your team is doing good. Yeah, but the sons of bitches, you know who's like us? You know who's like me? Baltimore Colt fans. No, you know, like, honestly, the only time I think I've actually seen a legitimate uprising, and actually, it's kind of funny, um, the Baltimore Ravens used to be the Cleveland Browns, right? So when they mm-hmm. said they were going to move them, the Cleveland fan base was like, no, no, like, they, they made such a, they made such a fuss about it. They're like, all right, fine, we'll give you a franchise. But the Cleveland Browns moved in what, 90, no, the Cleveland Browns moved to Baltimore, like 96, I think, because it was the same year that uh, the Panthers started. And then, like, in, within four years, they win a championship, and they give the Browns their team back, and they suck. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's one of my personal favorite stories of all time. Because a lot of people don't realize, or maybe they do, but you just don't, like, don't think about it. But, yeah, the, the, the Cleveland Browns had a team that was technically, what, four years away, like, just four years away from an, a Super Bowl win. And it got plucked up and moved to Baltimore. And then by the time they gave him another team back, the expansion team sucked. And I think that that honestly is why, and in all, all joking aside, I think that's why Seattle will probably never get a, an expansion team. Because, like, as a city, uh, y'all can't support losers, man. And honestly, this is not a shot at Seattle lights, because truthfully, that's true of every city with the exception of Cleveland. Cleveland is probably the only city I know that will support a team of losers as passionately as they do. Nobody else. Cleveland will sell out. Cleveland will go 0-16 and have every game sold out still. And honestly believe that every game they show up, when they go 0-1, like, all right, next game. 0-2, we got them next time. 0-3, yep, we going to get them. 0-4, we're going to turn it around. 0-5, we can still make the playoffs. We went out. 0-6, mm, not so great. 1-6, here it comes. 1-7, oh, god damn it, so close. 1-8, all right, so we can't make the playoffs, but we can at least make a push to cast in someone else's playoff push. 1-9, okay, well, that, that, I guess at this thing. point. That's when that's when you know your team sucks and you're holding on to hope. Oh yeah, we could be spoilers now. We can spoil yeah, we can spoil. We can ru- we can ruin someone else's chances. Two and two, two and nine. Alright, so all we gotta do now is just like lose the rest of the season and, and then we'll get like a, a lot of we'll get a lot of really good picks. We're gonna be great. <laughs> Three and nine, I don't think they understand how to do this. Four and nine, why are we winning games? Five and nine. What? What? I don't. Six and nine. Come on, dog. <laughs> that's pretty much how it goes down. Seven and nine in Cleveland. That's literally how it goes down in Cleveland. And I feel bad know, for Cleveland fans, man. I don't because Cleveland fans are the same punks who burned LeBron's jersey and said all that racist stuff about him yeah. and all that. Actually, I was like, watching I that on a. Uh, I was watching uh, the Believeland, the 30, by 30, 30 for 30 uh, Believeland. You know, it was about Cleveland and how they, they, they really went ham on, on LeBron when he left. Exactly. I, I, I kind of, like, I honestly thought, and I, I think it's, I don't know if this is a testament to LeBron or, like, kind of a diss to him, like, nigga, you stupid. 
But I honestly thought when I, I saw the stuff that the Cleveland fans did to LeBron jerseys and the stuff that they said and what the general organization did to LeBron, I honestly thought he would never come back. And I actually, when they did that, I I for real thought that's stupid because he might come back when he still has like a couple of good years left on his career because Miami is not going to be a permanent thing for him because they can't afford to keep him and Wade and Bosch in Miami for long. And I think he just wanted to win a championship and he didn't feel like it was going to happen in Cleveland. And he was right. It really wasn't going to happen in Cleveland. They literally, honestly, him leaving was probably one of the best things that happened to him because then they were able to afford to structure some contracts to get in like Kyrie Irving and get in like some good players. So when he came back, he came back to a team that actually had some talent. I just, I, I have no problem with LeBron James. I just don't like Cleveland because how can I put this without making folks from Cleveland mad? Fuck them. Make them um, <laughs> Get them. Cleveland is the Cleveland has been horrible for so long uh-huh. that they just feel like they deserve to be great. Yeah, I do kind of hate that. Like that feel of like, well, we should win because we've suffered so much. It's like, that's not how this works. Exactly. And it's just like, it's, 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 it's grating. It is grating when, (sighs) here's the thing about Cleveland. Seriously, seriously. And, um, I, I don't want to make anybody like, I don't want your ears to perk up. I don't want to hear third party that I was, uh, mentioned on other podcasts about this. I don't, (laughs) this is, this is really what Cleveland is. Um, Cleveland sucks and then Cleveland drafts LeBron and then as soon as they know they're going to draft LeBron, they're walking around with their chest poked out because he is a son of Cleveland, which no, he's not. But yeah, um, whatever. He's close enough. Close enough. So they have their chest poked out, and he does wonderful things, and they're so happy that he's there that they fail to put anybody around him when he's fucking 21 and 22 and 19 and could have just set the world on fire. Uh-huh wasted some really great like because he he had such a high basketball iq especially when he first started i mean he's obviously progressed and he's a a much smarter player now but he had such a high iq when he first started that he had all the athleticism none of the 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 pain none of the problems they really could have put a team around him in two or three years where he could win and the thing that irritates me the most about that is that cleveland basically uh budget balled LeBron. They kept like I mean they gave LeBron his money and they were willing to pay him, but they didn't want to pay anyone else. And it, it was this this whole thing like, well, we don't need to. We got LeBron. And honestly, like uh technically the Bulls did the same damn thing with Michael when he first started. Because if a lot of people don't everyone thinks of Michael and Pippen, but for a long time it was Michael and Charles Oakley. Exactly. <laughs> that that was the second best player on the Bulls team was Charles Oakley. And if you don't know who Charles Oakley is, that should tell you what he is as the second best player on that team. It was a long time before they got Pippen in. It was like, what, what four years before Pippen even showed up with uh, Michael? Uh, Pip got drafted in... Oh, was it, uh, was it, the, it might have been the next year, actually. 87? It might have been uh, the next George year. was drafted in 84? 86. 
Nah, he was drafted in 86. Who, Pip? Nah, Jordan. No, Jordan was drafted in 84. Was he 84? Yeah, he was drafted in 84. I know, uh, I think it was like four years before. So, uh, Pippen was drafted in 87. Yeah. Uh, actually, ironically enough, by the Supersonics, but, you know. Yep, wow. and then traded um, for... Oh, who the fuck do we trade him for? Oh, I can tell you. Ready for it? Oh, yeah. this is good. This is real damn good. You ready? It's going to make me mad. Olden Polonies. That was it. You traded for Olden Polonies. Scotty Pippen for Olden Polonies and future draft pick options. Let's not forget that. But right. to be fair, to be it, fair, Scotty Pippen was out of Central Arkansas. Exactly. He wasn't. Yeah, he he really wasn't. Like I mean, he really wasn't. Well, like there were a lot of questions about him. Like a lot of them thought that like he hadn't played against like the like the the bigger players. He hadn't played against like any real name teams. Like and he really, I don't think he even went to the uh, NCAA. Uh, he never even went to like the NCAA tournament because the school is NIAI or whatever. Like they they don't even participate in that. So, like, there were a lot of questions about him. Whereas, Olden Polonies, you know how hard it is to find a good center? This yeah. guy was Haitian. He he had the footwork. He had the he size. Had, he had a face so ugly nobody wanted to play defense. You know what I'm they saying? Gave him the lane. They, I mean, he... he and, and to be fair, he wasn't a bad player. He just on, now wasn't Scottie Pippen. You're no, he just wasn't Scottie Pippen. You are no. reaching... He wasn't Olden played for the Kings. I know what he was. Olden Polonies played from 1987 to 2006. That doesn't mean he was good. That just means he was tall and ugly. I'm saying, man, he was not that terrible. Nigga, do you know? Career app. Okay, look, look. Career. Oh, well, never mind. His career average is 7.8 7. and 6.7 rebounds per game. Okay. Greg Kite played in the NBA. For a long time. <laughs> Once you hit seven foot status, yeah, it doesn't take much. You just like in, in most cases it, when you're because uh, what Patrick Ewing was having uh, leg problems and what ninety was that ninety five when he was like when they uh, lost against Indiana because he mm-hmm. couldn't dunk, like he couldn't get a dunk out in the fourth quarter. He was legit having leg problems. Yet somehow he managed to stick around. So he was damn near uh, 35 or older than that, actually. Like, he he was like 40 something when he left. So, I mean, if you're seven feet and you can run up and down the court, you've always got a life. You got a job. Yeah, you got a job. Somebody will have you come in and play like some some bit minutes. God, I've got how, exactly. how bad. I really forgot how ugly Olden Pomies was. Greg Olden, oh, my God. Or Greg Oden was being looked at after that horrendous micro fracture, and then he broke the same foot, and then he hit somebody, and then he morphed into a 98-year-old man. That nigga looked like Uncle Drew in real life. But people still want him. Like, right now. Yeah, people, people take still a shot want at Greg Oden. Yeah, people still take a shot at him. In fact, unless Center, I'm mistaken, he's, like, still, he's still, he is, oh no, he's playing in China right now. Centers are like that, um, the dude that every girl knows is abusive to his current girlfriend, and yet the girls are just like, I feel like I can fix him. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that's the the old the old like uh, coach adage. Like you can't you can't uh, coach the height. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. can teach them everything, but you can't teach them how to be tall. Well, trust me. I, I just had a nigga who had height on our basketball team, and you can't you nah you can't teach height, but you know what you really can't teach? You can't teach fucking heart. Niggas don't want to rebound. Oh no, it's not. It's not it, because honestly, proper rebounding is a lot of work. Like it, it, it all starts with like you really do have to, and it, it actually it's a lot of work for about a thirty three percent chance of you actually getting a rebound, and that's on defense. On offense, you have probably about a fifteen percent chance. If you do everything right, you might get an offensive rebound, and it's just I can understand that. I, I used I I personally um, am. I'm Mr. Won't follow my, his own shot for for his life. Like I will not follow my shot for my life. Like I and I know I'm supposed to. Is like every every time I used to play when I was a kid, like old men would be like, "Yo, follow your shot." And I'd be like, "Nah, nah, nigga. Is he nah, is he gonna drop? <laughs> is he gonna drop or I'm gonna miss? But I'm not going there for no rebound, man. Forget you know that. why? I, you know why I became a great rebounder. The reason why I became a great rebounder is because if I did not become a great rebounder. I was never going to get the shoot. <laughs> you know why I never became a great rebounder? This is going to sound like a shot at you, but it's not. Um, my my game is, I, I'm a pretty boy when it comes to basketball. And, and I'm not saying, like, you're not attractive or a good-looking dude. I am, um, I'm a self-obsessed pretty boy when it comes to my basketball game. I think we talked about this before. Um, I really don't pass. I mean, like I do. I pass when it when it makes me look good. So, if, like, if you're wide open, then yeah, I'm gonna pass you because like making the pass there makes me look better. <laughs> Especially if I'm like if like people are trying to stop me, I'm like, all right, let me make the pass. But my my game is very much a pretty boy game. It's actually kind of weird now because I'm older and I don't have like the flash I used to. Like you know, like my my dribbles have gotten a little bit a little bit lax because I'm not I'm not like constantly dri- try to, like dribbling and trying to like practice like my my crossover. So you know, my dribbles have gotten a little lax. My shot is has never been there. I've never been a shooter. I'm a scorer first, shooter second. Not even a shooter distant, distant second. But I got pretty boy game, man. That's that's what I that's what I do. I'm I'm out here trying to impress people. That's that's literally my entire point. You would hate to have me as a teammate. I'm the dude that you're just like yelling like, come on, D. I'm like, yeah, I'll get on D if it makes me look good. I'll block a shot because it looks great. But legitimate D, nah, dog. <laughs> my man is open every single time. I, I'll come over and do that that uh that pretty boy defense of like let me block his shot real quick. I put a hand up, make it look like I was trying to do something. But I mean, I know I know that about myself. That's my major deficiency. And honestly, I think if I if I could get if I had gotten past that at a younger age, I could have done some great things in the game of basketball. <laughs> I'm the I nigga just, who tries to form an alliance with the other team. Like, hey, I'm a guard, and you just walk up the court, and I'm gonna walk up the court, and we gonna be fine together. If you run, if you run, I'm, I'm gonna run you death on the end. I'm gonna run you death on the end. I'm, I'm, I'm purposely, I'm, I'm gonna be calling for screens. I'm, I'm gonna run you to death on the end if you run up this court. But if you walk, and I walk, walk, we both cool. Man, you know what? Walk. I'll play some lackluster offense. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'll sit over in the corner and then like you know dash in for a rebound if I can get it. I'll let you box me out. I'm like oh, good box out, man. Then walk on back up the court. If you run past me, <laughs> if I walk back up the court on defense and you run past me. 
first of all, I'm gonna try and trip you. Secondly, <laughs> yo, just just get that hand. All you gotta do is just get a little in front of them and get that hand right in their stomach so that they have to like push you off. And then by then you're done. Like they they have done. Like it'll slow them up just enough where they're not gonna be a factor. Not before I can jaw my ass back up court. Man, old man basketball is so great. I feel so fucking wily on the court. <laughs> Yo, my favorite thing is when uh, you, you legitimately play like a young dude who he's got skill, but like he's just kind of dumb, like he like basketball dumb, like it's just little stuff that that he just hasn't experienced yet. Mm-hmm. Or like, uh, yo, my favorite thing to do is is call for the ball like behind his back while he's not really paying attention, and then run when he turns for it and run by him. Young dudes fall for that all day, every day. I'm like, woo! He'll turn towards me, I run by him. I'm gone. I'm already gone. Cut to the basket. Old man game, dog. Old man game. I lay that ball up like, come on, young blood. The second time you do it, you call for the ball. He turns for you. <laughs> you look at him like, yeah, I'm, I'm right here. See, so you thought I was going to cut that time. Nope, right here. Got him. <laughs> Count him. <laughs> Old man game is that uh, where you learn the names of the niggas on the other team and you call for the ball. <laughs> on, they pass Jamal. the ball. <laughs> and do it, do it constantly. Jamal. Yo, you know how many times I had people on the other team? Jay, Jay. Jay, right here, right here, Jay. Nigga, I know that we're on, I know you're not like your own post field defense. <laughs> uh, my favorite was when old dudes used to do that and I, I do the uh the fake pass. Like, like I really was gonna pass to them, they get all excited and they realize I, I'm just fucking with them. <laughs> I used to love that. And then they call carry on me because I, I legitimately would carry doing that fake pass. So win win. Yeah, they oh. still got they still got it. <laughs> you can't beat an old dude, man. Old niggas, they they know what they're doing. Old niggas are going to be around forever. Like, there's always going to be that old nigga on the court who's just, like, refuses to play in the post. Um, <laughs> yep, that's that's going to be me. It's not pretty, man. I, I play pretty boy ball. Pretty boy ball ain't no post. I don't post nobody else. Again, the only time I would post. If you told me, if we, if you come down here or I go up there and we're playing ball and you tell me to get in the post, we're going to fight. <laughs> no, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty boy. I, I will say this, though. At this point, I'm uh, I'm like heavier and a little bit more out of shape than I was when I was younger. Now, if I was at my 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 normal like my normal playing weight of like maybe about two forty, I'm not getting the post off. Like you can't you can't handle me. I'm too fast. I got that first step. These crazy long legs, and most people like, who are my size, I'm faster than. So you can't get someone who, my height to guard me. And if you're shorter than me. I'm just going to embarrass you because you can't block my shot. So I'm really just going to jab step, get enough space where you can't knock the ball out of my hand when I pull up and then just put put it between your eyes every single time. I, I, I got pretty boy game, dog. I got a mid-range jumper like, like Carmelo. I'll never win a championship with it either. Just like Carmelo. <laughs> I got pretty boy game, dog. I, I just... And this is again. This is not me talking about myself being an attractive man. This is about the fact that I play like a pretty boy. I know I do. My dad used to dog me about it all the time. And actually, the one time, like legit, the one time I legit got down the post and got dirty and fought was against my dad, and I dislocated his shoulder when I did it. <laughs> dislocated his shoulder, or you dislocated your shoulder? I dislocated his shoulder. So. That's my okay. dad was, uh, this was when I was, um, I think I was like 22 at the time. And my dad kept talking trash about me, like, you know, basically being a pretty boy. And I was like, well, you know, that's, that's my game. So he was like, man, 
what he what he did was he was like, well, you don't want to come down in the, po- in the post because you know, you know, you don't have what it takes. And he just kind of kept talking and talking me up, talking me up. We were playing. He kept talking trash, talking trash. So finally, uh, <laughs> we got on a, 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 a team, and I posted him up once. Like I legit, you know, I legit posted him up. They gave me the ball. I turned into him, and I, I purposely put that that uh, that turn shoulder like low, mm-hmm. and brought the ball down low on purpose just to give him a little taste of what he was gonna get. He tried to like reach across my body. I just threw his arm out the way, jumped up and dunked on, him, and then like started like yelling at him like, "What? What? Oh man!" <laughs> and then that that was that was legit. That was legit. The rest like that. The next five points. Uh, because I think what happened, I was so I was so geeked up from that. The next five points, uh, our our guard just kept dumping the ball down to me down low, and it, it just kept happening. Like like he was he would try to like uh, he tried to like uh, stop me from getting that turn. I fake the turn, come back over, baby hook him, and be like what? And it was just I was, I just and then like every rebound I was boxing him out. Every time the ball hit the rim, he, I was throwing the body into him, getting that rebound. I was going I was going hard in the paint for real. That's the only time I've legitimately ever played hard, and I dislocated my dad's shoulder doing it. Like, he ended up having to go to the doctor, uh, and the doctor's like, yeah, you can't play basketball with young kids no more. Like, your shoulder's dislocated. Like, you, you, we're going to have to pop this back in place, and you've torn some muscle, and he, he actually had to stop playing basketball after that. He had to stop doing a lot. Like, How tall is your dad? He's 6'3". So you already had an advantage over him. Well, it's a three-inch advantage, man. I mean, come on, that's that's not that much. You had an advantage over him. Yeah, there was a the height advantage, the age advantage, but on the flip side, this is the dude who was parade all American, dropped fifty points in college twice, dropped fifty points in high school twice, has all the newspaper click clippings, and he still has like like he still has the basketball knowledge and the shot. He's just you know I'm bigger and I'm younger, so I, I just I wreck nation, man. Wait, say that again. <laughs> He's I'm bigger and I'm younger, so Wait, I say wreck. That one more time. I'm bigger and I'm younger. Yeah, say it again. Okay, I get your point. Uh huh. But again, what you say? Okay, okay. so with that, with that in mind, though, with that in mind, no, with that, no, no. with that in mind, no, no. Here's here's the thing. With that in mind, I wouldn't be talking shit to like if I'm 34. I wouldn't talk shit to like a 19 year old, six foot nine dude on the court. I know better. (laughs) I know better. I'm not. I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna talk trash. Like if I walk on the court and some dude's like six nine and 19, I'm not talking shit to that dude because I'm not gonna. And he and I know he won't go into the post with me. I'm not gonna rile that motherfucker up like. That's on him. He saw the monster. He saw the, the crocodile and would start poking at it. And then when some fucking some fucking zoo shit happened and he got his ass whooped, then it's like, well, yeah, of course you're supposed to win. No, fuck that. He should have kept his mouth shut. That's what happens when you run your mouth. You go run your mouth, you better be prepared to back it up or lose some teeth. That's how we play in the Jones family, damn it. Now, <laughs> at the point where I saw this six foot four inch dude doing reverse dunks in the coaches versus staff game. Um, I knew that I should walk away. (laughs) And uh, when somebody told me, yeah, that's the uh, senior from such and such high school, he's been recruited by uh, 17 division one colleges. I knew I was out of my element. Uh huh. With that said, the six foot six inch dude on our team 
told me, hey, big man, get into the post. <laughs> so he just threw you under the bus, dog, man, basically. Under he didn't want to go down there. He didn't want to go down there with that six foot four. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you should have just. You could, but honestly, okay, so on the offensive line, uh, offensive end, you have a chance against that dude. I mean, you, you can still take him to town. I mean, you got the you got the weight, so that's one. You can back him down easy, and he can. Uh, I doubt he's going to be able to like jump over high enough to catch a legit hook. Now, a baby hook, he's going to throw that thing to tomorrow, but a legit hook is really really hard to block. The question is, do you have a legit hook in your arsenal? I used to think of myself as a real hooker uh, until I tried one against this kid, and I, 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 I had never seen a hook shot get blocked. Was it like oh, what's that? Was did you go for real sky hook lean warm out warm oh, out no. hook shot everything, and that dude oh, just no. went up higher than my shot. Oh no. <laughs> Like he no two, no no, he two handed my shot. Oh no, he didn't. Like he pulled out the air. Yes. Oh, I'm so sorry, dog. <laughs> like, like honestly, that's not even a laughing matter. I'm so sorry, man. Like, I I feel your pain on that. I do, man. No, 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 no. This is not me being facetious. Remember, I'm no, completely sober. Either. Trust me. No, I'm completely sober. Go. I'm you completely don't. sober. So this is not me being facetious. I'm a very kind and gentle person when I haven't been smoking or drinking. Yeah, but you don't play in the post, so you don't know my pain. Okay, so yes, I have pretty boy game, but it's not that I'm not capable of playing in the post. Nor is it that I don't. I that I don't. It's just I don't like to. And you like it has to be one of those things where like it either has to be easy buckets where like I'm I'm just destroying somebody, and even then like I, I have a really hard time just like posting up because it, it just annoys me when I'm playing with people and I post up and I post up and I post up and you're playing like you're legitimately supposed to do you only have like three seconds to really post so like I fight in I finally get like that one foot in the lane like yo 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 and I don't get the pass I have to keep running I really hate that or you know when um you're the second shortest person on the court but the big nigga who's uh, six foot six tells you to get in the post and he can do that because he played high school and maybe like a little bit of Division Six college <laughs> intramural ball. So everybody respects him. Fucking assholes. Make me get into yeah. the post. Get yourself in the post. You stay there. <laughs> stay in the post. <laughs> you learn your lesson. Is you with me or what? You stay in the post. Yeah. Who's the big man now? Yeah. I'll be looking at I look at the big men on any pickup game. I look at them the same way Remy looked at uh Omar Epps in higher learning. Like, yeah. Who's the big man now? Huh? You monkey? Huh? You nigger? Huh? Who's the big man now? Me, the strong white man. Me. That escalated quickly. I'm a little bit confused right now, and I feel I need some time to myself. <sighs> this is the dream team. Hey, y'all. Why don't y'all come take a break with Rashani? Shani, shani, shani.
and asked him, how did you get such a bad bitch? He said, it was hard. And the best ones are the hardest to get. And I went on to see the world. And he went on and started to trick. And now when I see his girl, she be on my dick. I guess fucking the baddest bitches around wasn't hard as I thought. Man, what the fuck was I thinking? Get money. Jewelry and cars. Cars, cars, cars. Achieving the highest level of success ain't as hard as I thought. I, thinking. I was drunk, I was drunk or I was lost, you was lost. Yeah, yeah. My people said it would be hard, hard, hard. My teacher said it would be hard, hard, hard. What the fuck was she thinking? Why did I listen to y'all? What the fuck was I thinking? My finest hour is here This is what I see in my prayers This is me, though I'm facing all of my fears Making all my enemies look in the mirror And see the meme of the Jordan face with all of the tears What most of you analysts ignore Is my explosive animal allure I went away to get in the way of my wife planning a divorce Handled it and came back more talented than all of these rappers Though I'm DiCaprio, all they have on me is the awards I'm a Steinway grand piano, they're Casios I will kindly pass them the torch The day that one of them are able to hold a candle to my corpse I put a hand on your whore, even if she ain't my type And this song is inspired by a Broadway play called Hamilton I saw it to change my life right away So my next move is to either screen, write a movie, or write a play I said, fucking the baddest bitches around Wasn't hard as I thought Man, what the fuck was I thinking? Get money, jewelry and cars Cars, cars, cars Achieving the highest level of success Ain't as hard as I thought Enough. 
You're not gonna not sound soft to us. The shotgun to throw a box of black balls at you like Count Chocula. That last line, I was just on my Pharaoh munch. Rappers kneel before me like I'm trying to prepare a punt. I cut your body up and put it in two different cars. Put it in the river, have it swimming in the pair of trunks. Mama asking when I'm coming to the church. My little brother asking for the Aston. I threw the keys to him like I'm fronting him some work. I used to not be a trendy guy. Now I probably got more pair of ball main jeans than Wale and NV got. Uh, somebody pinch me. Pardon me. Teacher, teacher, I'm so sorry I'm late. I'm Lyric Montgomery's father. I'm here for career day. Hello, children. How was your day? I'm Royster 5'9", and over the years I've been blackballed, I've been in jail, I've seen lies turn. But guess what I've learned? I learned that fucking the baddest bitches around wasn't hard as I thought. Man, what the fuck was I thinking? Get money! Jewelry and cars, cars, cars. Achieving the highest level of success ain't as hard as I thought. What the fuck was I thinking? I was drunk. I was drunk and I was lost. And you know what else? Everybody asking me just because I'm a lyricist in this business. How come I haven't gone broke yet? I tell them it's because I'm the flyest backpacker ever. I'm flying in most death in the Trump Tower surrounded by four chefs. Fixing him some salmon croquettes with Kendrick Cole and Kwali and Jadena Close. Try me, you and your crew will bleed. Y'all bums ain't shot for the stars since New Year's Eve. Nothing was given to me. I had to go upside heads just to get upside hills. Never over the hill though, so I don't strike when the iron is hot. I strike whenever the fuck I feel. I eat what the fuck I kill. I got this way from not being allowed to eat dinner. If you knew how much I lost, you have no problem with me winning. How many times could I be reinvented? Money gets the deadlier of the five venoms. And my denim definitely got a wide in them. Garages with cars in them. Hanging out at bars to have menages with bartenders. God was an artist and Jesus was a carpenter. They put me together like an easel in the darkness of hell and lost it. Left me some loose screws, but these are the nails to your coffin. These are the folk tales of of a starving artist battling
Hi, this is Gabrielle, and you're listening to The Dream Team, the hottest urban podcast on the net. Enjoy. It's late nights, man. Late nights. Late drunken nights. Chicago, late city. 4 a.m. spots. New York. It's, just, it's, just, it's not necessary. So you just stay out just to be out drinking like it's a privilege. You telling me if I give you more money, you give me more? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> just staying out for dumb reasons. I don't want to go home. It's, it's messy there. Just staying out, man. Remember one night in New York, it was, it was late night, I'm leaving this club, and I walk out, pretty faded, I'm, there's taxis out front, they got the available lights on, I walk up to the taxi, grab the handle, and dude just started pulling off, he started pulling off, this has happened before with taxis just pull off, you just let them go, there's more taxis to be had, but this particular night, I was, so I was drunk, so when he started pulling off, I started holding the handle and running alongside the taxi. I don't know what my goal was. I don't know what I wanted from that. He was going to stop the cab like, wow, you're fast. Man, get in. Get in. Damn, man, you so fast. I'm not even racist anymore. Said him and a percentage of college football fans. The thing about running alongside a taxi while holding a handle is that you can't do it for that long. You can't do it for that long. I topped out about two or three seconds. You try it out and see how you do and I just ended up on my back. My back was destroyed. I'm laid out on my back. I couldn't move. I said, well, you know, I guess I live here now. This is my new home right here on this street. I'm the new owner of this spot right here. I got lucky. One of my friends pulled up in his car, and he puts me in a car. He's, like, He's driving me home. He said, Hannibal, what happened, man? At that point, I wasn't ready to take my part in responsibility. He said, Hannibal, what happened, man? Racism is out of control, man. Goddamn racism is what happened. So he drops me off at my spot. I live on the third floor walk up, and my back is killing me. I couldn't get up those steps. I don't know if you know this about your back, but it's most of your body. So if your back hurts, your life sucks until your back doesn't hurt anymore. It's not like a finger you can splint it or something. I won't use that one. You have to use it back. So I get upstairs. No, no, no. I said, man, I don't want to go up these steps. This is where I live now, on these steps right here. Whatever, I'll get my delivery food way faster. I'll talk to my neighbors more. We don't talk enough anyway. <laughs> but I powered through. I didn't want to lay on the steps. So I powered through, go upstairs, lay down in my bed, pull out my phone, check Twitter. Oh, I got a new one. Just saw Hannibal Burris laid out in the street. <laughs> Gave him a ride home. Then I got back to the club. My parking spot was still there. Hashtag good karma. Hey, did you really need to tweet that shit, dog? You really, did you really need to tell the internet that? You couldn't keep that to yourself and be a good friend? Hey, fuck you, man. I wish you left me there, dog. <laughs> I went to bed thinking it was the type of, type of pain off. That was very wrong. I woke up. It was hurting even worse. There's no adrenaline or alcohol in my body. And I, I text my girl, babe, I fucked up my back. What happened? Racism is out of control. That's what happened. <laughs> you want me to come over? No. I'm trying to be tough. Act like I didn't need her. Meanwhile, there was a point that day, well, I need to go to the bathroom. The bathroom is across the apartment, and it would hurt to walk. I started thinking, you know what? This is my place. I live alone. This is my stuff. I pay for all this. So what? How about I just pee right here? My back hurts. So what? 
I mean, what is pee really? I think as a society, we need to take away the stigma of what it means to piss on yourself. This is just me alone in my room. I was debating myself, I was yelling and everything. Nobody else was in there. But you don't want to lay in your own pee while your back hurts. So I go to the bathroom the way that the Lord Jesus Christ meant for us to go to the bathroom. And I went that way, went the regular way. And then she came over, got a heating pad for my back and food. But I needed to go to the ER. Think about going to the ER. For them to, sir, you, you have to, to get attention in the ER right away, your injury has to be immediate to them. It has to be something for them to react to. Oh, he has an axe in his forehead right now. Whoa, the baby is hanging out just a little bit. We got to do something. No, 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 no. He has gun hole. Oh, bullet, whatever. Somebody poked him with the gun. The actual gun. They just poked him with it. We got to do something now. But if you walk in the ER, you're like, my back hurts. You're like, how about you sit back down over there? Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? <laughs> but the way they diagnose pain, they got some events. They just, uh, they just shoot drugs in you. And they shot some stuff into me that felt amazing. Man, can I get some of this to go, please? That felt great. But they don't give you that to go because it's very dangerous. They gave me a prescription for Oxy and Vicodin, which they say that you're not supposed to drink on, but that's because they don't want you to have a good time. <laughs> Everything is good in moderation. When you mix liquor and pills, you need less of both. That's simple chemistry right there. That's freshman level shit. But a few days after the injury, I was scheduled to go on vacation. I'm not going to let racism stop me from experiencing Cabo. We're going. Still going. So, um, we have voicemails. And I really feel but, like Scar should be here for him. I'm assuming most of the voicemails were aimed at me and Scar for our our last duo episode. Yeah. But I kind of want to hear him because like, you said there were a lot and they were angry. Yeah, let me... Hold on. Hold on. Let me see if I can find this nigga. I don't care if he's doing a show with somebody else. You want to just get him in here for real quick for this? Yes. Also, now you have said on air why Scar is not here. <laughs> And, and it's not a good excuse. It's not like, oh, yeah, Scar uh, is going through some surgery. Or he's, you know, he's doing community service because, you know, of of the dude he shot. Nah, it's, he's got other shows. And so, like, he couldn't make it to this one. And we were, like, not going to bother trying to, like, schedule around him. We just fucking decided to do it. Because it's been too long, man. It's been way too long. Yep. And he has no excuse. Like, he could have done any other show any other day. But when we record, you drop everything else. Yeah, that's how you, you fold on everything. Exactly. And he's 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 there. He trolling. He he he's trolling through messages. This yeah, nigga ain't looking at him. Sitting here jerking off and watching um, the real world challenge rival. Yeah. Real talk. What's the weirdest thing you ever jerked off to? I really don't feel comfortable talking about. <laughs> Come on, man. We're, t- we're two dudes. I'll, I'll go first. I'm willing to talk about some weird shit I jerked off to. Oh yeah, you go first. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little bit far back. This is a little bit weird. I gotta find it first. Let me let me see if I can find it. So, um, as many of you may know, uh, I grew up in a very strict uh, conservative Christian household. 
like strict conservative Christian household, like um, the fucking Sears catalog that would have been the go to for me um, because it had like bras and panties in it uh, was confiscated and kept by my mother away from everyone else. So there was this one, I think it's, I think I found it. Let me see, did I find it? There was this one uh, camping. It's like an outdoor camping supply. Uh, mail order. Are like, you really searching store. for... The, yeah, the, I'm for real trying to find it. I'm trying to find it because honestly, I, I can't remember the name of it. I think it was like Campmore. And there's something really specifically important about this that I need to say. All right. So I, I think it was either Sierra Trading Post or, Camp, or, or um, Campmore or something like that. But it was one of these like uh, like outdoor supply um, like catalogs that would show the clothing without the body inside of it. So, like, if it was a woman's, uh, like, a woman's overcoat, like, you could see the form of the woman, but there was no woman coming out of it. Like, they photoshopped the chick out of, and it just made it like it was, like, wearing itself. Right? So, I know for a fact that I jacked it, like, three or four times to uh, women's outdoor gear, out, like, women's, women's outdoor gear with no woman inside of it. I feel like I shouldn't judge you, but yet... No, no. Again, I'm okay with you judging me. Like my my feelings are hurt. Judge the shit out of me. I like, realize that it's weird. You, how old were you at this point? Oh, nigga, I was like 13. I, I was it like, count. you're 13. You jack off to anything, nigga. I yeah. jacked off to shadow. <laughs> okay, okay. I was just, uh, like, like they might be naked. It was on a, It was on an HBO movie, uh-huh. and the woman looked like the shadow looked like she might be naked. So I I had time and opportunity and a, <laughs> that's all it takes time and opportunity and a shadow and it's like all right let's get this, let's get this done. I didn't even need lotion. All I needed was like I could dry hump the carpet. And get- <laughs> really, yeah. Back then, all you really just needed was like a quick five minutes. That's really all you needed. Not even really five minutes because let's just be real. Like, I remember as a kid, like, starting before I even got, like, like literally, like, sitting down on the couch, like, watching TV and just, like, in my pocket going to town and then, like, running to, like, running to the bathroom real quick to, like, when it was, like, um, I, I, I need to finish up and then running to the bathroom and finishing up. I, I recall doing that at multiple occasions. Yeah, Martin Lawrence was not joking. Like, your brain does not realize what your hand is doing <laughs> until it's, like, halfway through. And it's like, wait. And so you get, like, that sensation of, like, oh, I'm about to ruin my pants. Let me go, let me go real quick There were take care of this. I had to sit there for a second. Uh, wait, Mom, I'm, I'm, I, I can't get up right now off the carpet that I just dry humped <laughs> into oblivion. <laughs> I, I just need to sit here for a second. Oh man! To whoever lives at thirty six twenty five Morano Way, your car. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Car. <laughs> your carpet is not a virgin. Uh, <laughs> carpet refrigerator. Shit. Your carpet is the father. <laughs> <laughs> carpet refrigerator couch love seat recliner. Mm-hmm. 
Um, <laughs> just everything. Yeah, that that was the weirdest. I mean, I guess I mean there's been weirder that, stuff. That, like that, I feel like that you found I feel like my weird shit now is all like like tentacle porn and, and all that shit. Like I don't count that. That's just more fetish shit. And I mean everybody has at least one weird fetish, right? Like everybody has at least one really weird fetish. Yes, you do. I don't. Not, I don't. It's not porn. I have I have enjoyed um, at least one tentacle porn. Like it's not like something I search out. But I have come across it dick in hand and been like, all right, let's see what this is about. Um, you know what the worst thing is? Is when you you got dick in hand and you're you're watching porn and you jack off and you start feeling the need to come at the wrong part. Like there's not yeah. even any sex going on. They're just talking just to each other. Have a conversation. Like, so, uh, yeah, so, like, you know, what, what was high school like for you? Oh, 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 oh she was a nerd in high school. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of that, which is why I actually, which is why now I'm a much bigger fan of porn in 15 seconds. I don't know if you've experienced this yet. Have you? Have we, we talked about this, all right? No, no, we have not. So porn in 15 seconds. Have you not had that? Give me a second. I got a link for you. It's great. It's, uh, it's every, it's a bunch of porns, uh, that have been shrunk down to a 15 second Let's see, porn in 15 seconds. That's the, here's the link. Uh, it's fantastic. My favorite thing to do is see how many 15 second porns it takes before I, I'm done. But you can enjoy that. Of course, it's from Reddit, by the way. Uh, but it's fantastic. The only you know what? Is- I went to Reddit in, in one of my darkest, lowest moments last week. <laughs> I went to Reddit and I literally typed porn into the search field. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of it on Reddit. There's a lot. It's it's fantastic. Still haven't found what I'm looking for. I think you're looking for porn in 15 seconds. The catch though is that there's no sound, and actually, is 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 fantastic for all of your jerking off with other people around you needs. It's super fast. It's like in 50, like it's 15 seconds. It's all the it's all the hits. We're talking like the blowjob, the the reverse cowgirl. Um, the sideways enter, the doggy style, and the cum shot. All the all the hits. Fifteen it's, seconds. In fifteen seconds, all the hits, and there's no sound, dog. Like you could legitimately like rub one out in front of like like your grandmother, and she wouldn't even know. She would know. <laughs> well, she might know. It'd probably she be all the eye contact. The, the <laughs> old face, and I make the eye contact. The wrong moment. <laughs> oh, oh, grandma. Oh, your hair, your hair is so frizzy. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I mean, go fish. Oh. <laughs> Yo, real talk. Porn in 15 seconds is what you're looking for. And I mean, honestly, my favorite thing about it is uh, if it weren't for porn in 15 seconds, I would never have been introduced to uh, Paige Turner, who, by the way, is my dream woman. Um, British, thick. Just ridiculous, but yeah, porn in fifteen seconds, doll. Just, just when you get a chance, when you got nothing else going on, just uh, hit that up real quick. So when I'm like uploading this show, I can, 15. yeah, and it's fifteen seconds, and it runs off, of, it runs completely on the internet, so you can literally look at it anywhere. All I gotta do is just, uh, you know, maybe not at work. So I feel like that gets you fired because it does have porn in, in the actual web address, but man. Porn in fifteen seconds is insane. Like it's the only the only catch is if if you need sound to come, like if you need sound to like to get turned on, then it's not going to work for you. 
But if you don't need sound, and I think actually I needed sound when I, when I first found this, and over time I've gotten to the point where I, I don't even need sound anymore. Which yeah, I, mean, I don't know yeah. if that's. I don't need sound because honestly, when you think about it, the sounds, aren't so aren't fantastic. It's all like, especially with HD porn now, the sounds are all just like like squishes and like noises that I don't really enjoy. And the girl, like, sort of making, like, uh, uh, like, she's really enjoying it, noises, but really, we can tell that she's faking. So, I, I do with the, I do pretty well without sound. Yeah, no, I, 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 I still feel like I deserve sound. <laughs> like, you, you, you then came up so, and, and bought the speaker system for the sound, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like I deserve it. If you don't think I deserve it, that's fine with me, but I feel like I deserve it. Hey, oh, Lurk Master. You work hard for your money, man. You should get sound with your porn. I feel like I deserve it. You like, earned it, man. <laughs> like, how difficult it is to set aside a good... Actually, you know what? Honestly... No, I don't know how difficult it is because, I remember... Uh, and, but, but by the way, also side note for people who are keeping track, um, I'm back in a relationship again. So why? No, I'm with a new girl, not with the same. With a new girl. So what? That's for people who are keeping track, man. I, I do that for the ladies who are like, you know, dreaming of like hollering at Adjective J at some point. And they were trying to work up the nerve. This is why you should work up the nerve way quicker. I got a song for you. It goes like this. No one gives a fuck. Hold up, I got a photo for you. Because I know you want to see it. I don't want to see a photo of your girlfriend. I want to know why you're in another relationship like a week after you broke up with your last girl. It's not a week, dog. It's been more than a week. Two. Right? It's been more than two. It's been at least... At Three. least a month. It's been at least a month, dog. Nigga, you're like Taylor Swift. You're the Taylor Swift of dating. I thought Taylor Swift was the Taylor Swift of dating. That is true. There you go. Get down on, this, on that that sickeningly sweet photo. Take now, it yesterday. Is the picture done? Is the picture done? Is the picture that I sent you of Yvette? Yeah, I saw that. that. That's Pretty your girl. Serious. Yeah. Um. Yeah, she's white. Um. Also, my hair looks sick in that photo. Um. So do you like have to move to like Mississippi to find a black girl? Like, is that what's going on here? Like, real talk. Um, honestly, so here's the deal. I have said it on this show, and I will say it again that you don't like black women. I didn't say I didn't like black women. I said I'm not really into them. Like, it's not they're not high on my like the one black girl that I like, and the one black girl who could really get it. Uh, and I'm not ashamed to say it because she knows it. Is Nikki? Nikki is the only black girl I was just really hardcore into, but you know we always kind of are in relationships at given time. At given times, but I just I, it's a certain type of black girl I'm really into. But there's the majority of black women just don't, and it's not like for lack of trying. Is majority of black women just don't resonate with me. That's just the way it is. I mean, it's not a knock on black women. There's a there's a couple that I I, I honestly find really attractive, and it's not like I don't find black women attractive. It's just I, I really don't date well with black women. I don't know how to put it. It's a mental block. No, it's not. Because, it's, again, it's not like... 
it's not like I'm not trying. It's just um, I keep ending up with girls who aren't black, man. And, I, I, and for what it's worth, you're, you've seen the last two girlfriends. What you miss was the uh, the, the half black, quarter Italian, quarter Spanish, uh, the all black girl, the all black girl before her. There was one white girl, sweep that on the rug, and the two black girls before her. So I'm still. That was when you like, were in Alabama, surrounded yeah. by black folks. No, really? Surrounded by black people in Alabama? Is that what you really think is happening in Alabama right now? Yeah, because I, I not, really believe... Did you not see Selma? You know no, there's no I, black people I, in Alabama. I just believe <laughs> they kept y'all separate. Nah, dog. I mean, honestly, um, mm. I've always... like I've never really um, discriminated race-wise. Like, I, I really don't care. Like, if, if I like you, I like you. So what? I don't discriminate. No, I don't. I'm like, if if I'm into you, I'm into so you. Nice. It's just so nice. at different points in my life. Me too. I've just been attracted to different things, and so like oh, I, I when I was so younger, nice. I was really into black women, and then as I got older, I got it a little bit. I was like kind of into like like white girls and mixed girls, and oh my god, I love Latin girls. Like Latinas are fantastic. She looks like she and looks like, like I just I like a good spectrum, Look. and so like instead of just me being like, nope, only a black woman. That's all I'm fucking with. Instead of me doing her, that, her. I just always have kind of wrote with whatever came my way and as it turns out yes. I attract white women and Latino but, women but the, the crazy highly, part about but this I don't picture really attract, is like, like I don't really attract yeah, black women she's white there's very few black um, women trying to try to holler at me you are black I'm just but, giving you a hard time but, I don't really but yeah it. your skin I know you know uh, is it really and I understand that, that you just fucking different you especially know, the the like first, I said, I have I have like, openly like, said on the show your, that like your I ears really don't, look like it belongs on her. Body. I don't, I'm like, not attracted to a lot of that. black women, but the truth of the matter is, is very few black women are really attracted to me, honestly. And the few are that I am attracted, effort. I mean, like, how much effort do I need to put forth, man? Like, should I should I be like? I mean, it's honestly. So okay, so it's a difference. Like, I think we can both agree because you've dated white girls before, right? Mm-hmm. I think we can both agree. That is a different approach to black women <laughs> as it is to white women, right? <laughs> we both know that I, I know the black, black woman like approach. Her, her casserole I know the white woman approach. I gotta be honest with you. The white woman approach is way easier. White woman approach is like, oh, what's up? I like nerdy shit. Cool. You too? Let's make out. The black girl approach is like, what's up, bitch? Nah, I didn't mean bitch. What I meant was your mom's a bitch. I'm fucking around. I'm sorry. What I meant was I don't really know what to say to you, that's, and I just thought I just came at you sideways because like you know you're so beautiful. Yeah, because I'm okay, I, like, looking at the other pictures. You know, impress yeah. you with my money. No, I, 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 now I got I got like something that. to compare it to because I'm looking at the other pictures. There's another one where you look like where you look like the bone she just gave five dollars. Black women attracted to. So I I do start I start off with black women. Okay, I get it now. Yes, you do. So no, women like, are, this hey, other I'm a nerd so and you're happy. a nerd. Let's be like, nerds together. With black women, look how you are in this picture. Like you're trying to show Pretty like much. all of your teeth in this picture. Doesn't really work. It, it works enough. The one with the hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it works yeah, enough. Trust sure. me. It, it's it, it gets yeah. the job done cool. on a couple of levels. No, it doesn't not, get the job no, done on relationship levels clearly. But you know you don't ever want to see them again. It gets the job done. So, Scar, are you back yet? What up, nigga? Sure, right here. We got voicemail. <laughs> nah. She looks like. <laughs> yo, Scar. Like, yo. I'm dating she... a white girl, dog. You see the picture? Yo, bro. Like, click on that Instagram like picture and take note of that goddamn burst face I'm rocking right now. I'm back, dog. 
I, like, I wore that shit to oh, work, son, like, like a what, goddamn did, did I miss Negro. The it, it ain't here. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I, got, I got loads more. I got loads more. Okay. Right. I got you. Yeah. yeah looks, okay. I'm with that you. That's her parents. It was like, how you like me now? Yeah, I got one of those. She did send that. She I actually got one did send that to her we dad. Good. I got one. Yeah, I got one too. We good. I, I see you. I see you. We don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm pretty light skinned, motherfucker. Like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I have tiny fucking ears. I do have the smallest fucking ears. And actually, look really closely at my ears. You can see I just got my haircut and I have hair in my ears from the haircut. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I literally, like, this was taken right after I got my haircut. But um, yeah. <laughs> I like how you guys color coordinated to go out into the flowers and do this. We actually didn't. It just happened. Uh-huh. Whatever, nigga. Yeah, Enjoy like, that goddamn like chicken face. Really hook up some cable. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the short hair does make a soccer mom up a little bit. The short hair does soccer mama up, huh? Looks like she'll bail you out. Word. That's exactly what I need it for. Oh, I know. <laughs> I think what you what you're missing is that dope ass fade. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, because that was before the haircut. Word up! I'm 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 proud of you, dog. We 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 got we got yeah, rid of, yeah. uh, we got rid of that bird. What you're missing is we got us we got us some um, we got us some bunnies. That's awesome. Wait, which one? The is one, this the one with the biggie the hat? Yeah, the one with the biggie yeah. hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm super happy, nigga. Why are you mad at me being happy? No, no, no. You know, you know the bad. No, no, no. She, like, she is like super white. No, the yeah, best. she is. Like I thought, maybe like she was like a Rachel Dolezal type of white, the but no, she is like full like, spectrum. Yeah, what is worth? For what is worth though? She's thick as shit. So like, she she wins for being thick. <laughs> she's Alaskan now living in Seattle. She is super white. <laughs> oh yeah, she's a thickie. Yeah, she's oh, super thick. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, um, no, he's scrolling down. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, Jay. It goes down in the DM. <laughs> I, like, I like my thicky thick white girls. Bruh. I say Bruh. that. You like your paw. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Shout out to my tough hangers, you know. No. No, I'm, fuck Topanga. That name still sounds like yeah. an onomatopoeia. Sure, I'm borderline salty at how like nobody's paying attention to my goddamn burst fade. My goddamn burst fade, motherfuckers. Oh, nigga, now we're talking about Topanga and how her name sounds like she got hit in the head with a pot. Topanga. <laughs> <laughs> Topanga. <laughs> Yo. She's she's like legit white, like it's like um. Uh, 
like, I don't remember. Yo, the other day, like, no joke, no joke. So the, the day of this picture, the day of this picture, like, uh, she took another picture of me, like, with my face in the sun or whatever. And she was like, I can't see your face. You're too black. And then she paused and was like, wait, am I allowed to say that? <laughs> and oh, like, oh, wow. You're so white. She's so got white guilt. She's so white. She is so white. How long it's, have y'all been dating? Um, it's been about, a, like, officially a month at this point. By then, everybody's happy. It's been officially a month. Yeah. A month. Yeah, because right before, right before the show, it was like... <laughs> what? Yo, you realize that talk. if y'all break up, you're the no, first... No, real talk, real talk, real talk. We hit that point where, like, uh, you get, like, the serious blowjob. I hope, I hope she never hears this. I actually hope she never hears this. No, with the point where you get the serious blowjob, where it's like, it's, it's like, no, you're coming from this. This isn't, like, the, this isn't the build-up. It's the serious blowjob where, like, I'm, I'm son. The, the mandatory serious blowjob where it's, like, it's not just to, like, get you built up for what's happening. It's all about the blowjob. Like that, like honestly, if you hadn't had a serious blowjob yet, I feel for you. The serious blowjob is where that shit is at, son. Oh my god. I gotta tell y'all, I'm not a fan of blowjobs. Uh, that's because you're not with a white girl. No, I, I was with a white girl, remember? Isabella. Oh, that's right. oh, yeah, that's right. Obviously, we had sex. I'm just not a. <laughs> I like how you're like, you have to throw in the obvious. I mean, we know. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, honestly, like the serious blowjob, where it's like, look, this is gonna happen, is 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 where it's like, I'm not, I'm not quitting until there's cum in my mouth. That shit is amazing. Shout out to all the ladies who give that. I I love y'all so much. You know what I'm talking about. That shit is fantastic. God damn, I am smiling really hard with this picture. My teeth are white as shit. Wait, why would I, why would I delete the voicemail? Well, you know. So, uh, yeah. So I hate to Word. break red party, but the reason why I brought Scar in here in the first that. place—that's right. We got voicemails, nigga, from that that goddamn insane that, show. That. Where I want to point out the last show that we had was me and Scar. I was high as shit, and I was still the more—I I was still the more responsible person. I am proud of that. I was, I remember being very responsible. I, I had one <laughs> slip, and honestly, I want to defend my slip because Rashani pointed it out after he heard it. My slip came from where, um, like, in all honesty, I'm still kind of I'm still kind of getting used to uh, the entire the entire like um, I guess for lack of a better word like lingo surrounding people who are transsexual. So I'm still kind of like getting used to that. And I occasionally, like, I mean, like, I'm high. Like, I, this was two bowls in. Like, I, I, that was my second bowl that I was smoking that you hear on the show that uh, Scar said something. But they started, but they started before. I smoked a bowl before, and then I smoked a bowl during. So you hear my, you hear my, 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 my second bowl. Yeah. You hear my second bowl of the show. So I'm blazed out of my mind. And I still, I, like, honestly, like, if, if I'm sober, I'm consciously thinking about, like, you know, the words that I'm saying. 
but you know, hi, I'm not really consciously thinking about it. And I, I said some shit that was a little bit offensive, not even a little bit, was offensive or may have been construed as being offensive towards people who are transsexual. And please understand that I don't feel that way. I'm still trying to get comfortable with the vocabulary of what needs to be said. So I apologize to anybody that I may have offended that way. Okay, so, so but for anything else, I said, so that means that this show, like it, the title can't have anything. But for that. Like that is like I shouldn't have that's fucked up. What I said to people I said about people transsexual, I think I said like uh someone was a quote unquote I mean, real woman I and mean, that's the, bullshit. The, I apologize bunny, for that, but for anything else, fuck y'all. Is, I, I stand you know, strong and hard about the shit I said so, in that show. I'm proud of the fact that not, I did that on two bowls. You know, and and title, that's the most fucked up thing I said. Which I actually don't know if I am proud of that. And all of the Buffy fans will get that. Voicemail. It was expensive ass week, man. Expensive ass week. But he, but he'd never seen Buffy, so he doesn't know the reference. So he's also not going to use that. Yo, is it planned? When did I say that? Deleted the fucking voicemail. Scar. Well, what me? Because I don't even have access to it. I don't know the password for it. <laughs> I listened to one episode, and you sons of bitches. <laughs> me. Okay. First of all, okay, I, or, there's no yeah, way I could have said that. Yeah, son of a, yeah, yeah. Oh, you evil there's motherfucker. No way. There's, there's no way Look, I was serious. As soon as I leave, you start talking shit. I just want to. I do because I had to. I remember being high and like trying to talk you off the ledge. Can I? Can I uh, have uh, some false revisionist history? You tried to throw Rashani on the bus while he went here. I was like, nah, man. You know, Rashani, because I remember it because I was so high I couldn't think of like the word pillar. I was like, Rashani's an upstanding. Rashani's outstanding. I, I can't remember the word pillar. <laughs> I remember being so high, the word pillar couldn't come to my mind, but I, I knew what I meant. Yep. Because <laughs> I was so high, I was like, Rashani's, uh, Rashani's upstanding, uh, upstanding. <laughs> that's still, that's still ain't no What's the goddamn it's word? It. But he, he's a member of the community, but I meant pillar. He's a pillar of the community, man. Yeah. You're trying to throw him on the bus for the Chloe Moretz thing. Who, by the way, is of age at this point, and I feel like you can have all the fantasies you want to about her. Son of a bitch. Nigga, I know. Nigga, yeah, nigga, you. Nigga, motherfucker. Motherfucker. Nigga, I did that. Shit. I did that, and it got, and it got oh, used against me. <laughs> <laughs> you have one motherfucking rule. One rule, not a jaw rule. Not a mercy rule. We have one fucking yeah. rule, and that's to stop your ass. And as soon as I'm not there, guess what you want to do? You want to break the one <laughs> motherfucking rule. All right, so real talk, he already got that from me on the show. I already went pretty ham for the rule because we do only have one rule. I got, I got, I got mad, and I punched a wall once. And well, nah, man, she you was get done with, with and miraculously and at some like point uh, when I ended up the last half the picture eight. of it uh showed up in the courtroom. <laughs> um yeah, so yeah, I I, I I mean, no, she uh, she must have came back when I wasn't home. She still had a key at that time and <laughs> yeah. One motherfucking rule, Scar. <laughs> yeah. That's all we got is one goddamn rule. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so that got that got that got used against me. Uh we had one was, it, 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 it happened it happened while she okay. was leaving. It was it happened while she was leaving. She was a complete apartment away from me. 
Fucking THC in my goddamn bloodstream. What's your goddamn excuse? No, no, no. <laughs> Sober as shit. He said you, but 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 to, but for what it's worth, for what it's worth, um, <laughs> I will defend Scar in saying this. You went, through, no, you went through some shit. No, you went through some shit previously. I had. To I hire, can understand you thinking in your head, like you know what? No, yeah, I would that. put the hands on a woman. I understand you, like, because you you have gone through some shit. So, I kind of understand that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's not. No, it's not. It's not. But I mean, for what it's worth, like, I'm not saying that. Like, oh, I mean, I'm condoning that shit. I'm just saying I understand. So you haven't heard this. I'll Chris rock that shit in a second. I'm not condoning what you said. I understand why you said it though. And I don't think I honestly think that if if push came to shove, no matter who it was, <laughs> I'd like to think that you would not strike a woman. I think what would end up happening is you would get really pissed off, hit a wall, yeah, and like walk out. Have. Yes. Because I believe in you, Scar. Yeah, I. Be- yeah, I believe in you, Scar. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I believe in you. I, and honestly, I'm okay with that. Like, it, I I have struck many a wall in the name of fucking love or, or argument or whatever the fuck was going on at the time. I have I have I have tried to put my fist through every wall in the goddamn apartment a couple times where like I really Me too. Uh, like I said I flint I flintstone I flintstone my ex like I, I did put her outside with the goddamn milk but I, I wouldn't I just I just don't have what's in me to hit a woman. Stop the Snapchat or what? <laughs> the very next day, the wife came back. <laughs> the very next day, said the wife came back. This <laughs> <laughs> is bullshit, honestly. Breakout. Still bullshit. Still bullshit. No, because you can't. You can't really talk about putting your mouth on Wesley. I, I still think. I still think that's bullshit. Yeah. I still think that's bullshit because uh, being violent towards a wall or an inanimate object is not the same as being violent towards a person. If she can't, I will. That that's what I was like. Okay, so uh, let me see the hospital report. I'm sorry, there is no hospital report. Goddamn right, because walls don't flow through the fucking hospital. I can punch every wall. I own the goddamn wall. If I want to punch it, I'll punch it every day. The point is, is I won't punch a human being. So fuck you. Yes, I'll man. punch this wall right here in front of me. Punch. See how that works? I punch the wall. Now guess what? Did I punch a person? No. Fuck you, judge. Fuck this entire system. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. I'm out. Voicemail. <laughs> I'm never leaving the fucking show again. Yeah, who is this? What the fuck, fellas? <laughs> uh, all the voicemails, just you. What, this is my legacy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. 
we discussed how hot a chick has yeah, well, to you be like for us to still want to fuck her if she was really on the very first episode. Well, I think we've Yo, gone as far as No, fuck that. That episode was dope as shit. Like, for real, that episode was dope as shit. I'm proud of that episode, We had it in the chat, and then it just... We hit some legitimate, like, nerve points. We hit politics. We hit fucking no, domestic yeah. violence. We hit but, so much, like, it, so many it, points it in that episode, only, man. Uh, Honestly, I'm proud of shit that we did that. Like, I'm, I'm super happy with where that came out. I stand by all that shit, man. Oh, wait. Two bowls into the game, dog. Your own. No, I'm on a month hiatus, right? I'm on a month's weed hiatus. My mom's coming to visit in, uh, on July, no, on June 29th. So I took a month off before she came to visit because I'm not going to be able to smoke while she's here for two weeks. So I decided to take a month off and just like go for a cleanse. I miss. Yeah, man. I, I took the entire month of, of June off for weed. I'm taking half of July off. I am going to blaze up the moment she gets on the plane. But <laughs> the moment she's on the plane, I'm blazing the fuck up. I'm smoking three or four bowls. Kind of but for now, I'm on, a, I'm on a weed hiatus. <laughs> Wesley Pipes. <laughs> I have Wesley Pipes at the at the airport just blazing the fuck up, dog. Honestly. That's true. I forgot that Wesley Pipes is a real thing, like a real person now. What's up, Scott? What's up, Rashani man? Are you gonna start smoking medicinal marijuana on the show? No, no. Y'all niggas were literally talking about sucking is sucking a, your own dick gay. How did that fucking Really? <laughs> Yo. How did that have we have we not talked about worse subjects on this show? No. no. Like, we talked about much worse subjects. And honestly, I I like that conversation for a couple different reasons, but the main reason I really like the so, fact that we so had that conversation is, your entry? is that like uh, we legitimately like broke it down from the standpoint of like you know what it means to suck your own yeah, dick. A, like while a, that a muscle, may not seem like deep uh, Ivy League fair to you, I think is it, it's an interesting concept, and I also think that we we kind of broke some ground when it comes to what we consider uh, quote unquote gay. Right. The, the, the star? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. And she got, she I got, feel like she, that was she technically got, she, my she, fault, too. You know, like, was the zombie conversation, conversation like, so what I started? About the fetishes? Yeah, she got some nice feet, too. Because <laughs> I remember Zombie Midget Island being, like, episode number three or something. Like, I remember that. That is my fault. That's true. Which, by the way, I think my stance on the hottest zombie at fuck has has changed. No, no, I, it's actually gotten to the point where I don't think I fuck a zombie anymore. I I I think what's happened is I've seen enough zombie fare between now and then. Because remember, this was what like 
six years ago. And you ain't showing the first show was like six years ago. I've seen The Walking Dead, which by the way, that happened during that time span. I've seen Zombie, a Zombie Land. I've seen uh, Z fucking is it Z Land or Z whatever the fucking sci fi zombie thing. Yeah, Z Nation, which sucks ass by the way. Just side note, I've seen it's fuck. It's a fuck tart of a show, dog. Here's what's wrong with Z Nation, and, it, and in like a nutshell, because I don't want to go on a diatribe about this. But what's really wrong with this is they have the best fucking actress and actor on that show is Kalita. Pause for a second and think about that. The best fucking fucking actor or actress on this show is Kalita Smith, the wife from Bernie Mac's show is the best and not even like by like a small bit is the best by leaps and motherfucking bond like bounds she's the best actor on a show about zombies that's supposed to like and like they never did like it's just bullshit like it, the storylines are bad and she kind of saves her storyline with her acting she act you actually kind of believe her but everybody else is a piece of shit on that show you motherfucking right. So you would, uh, if she were a zombie, you fuck her? Yeah, damn right. I don't know, dog. I don't know, dog. Cause like, like, all right, type no makeup after her name and tell me what you feel after that. I got one. I got one that I, I think I would fuck. Let me find her. Actually, I'm going to go Paige Turner. Paige Turner, zombie or not, you, I fuck her. You could... You could tell her that um, I expect, I expect you did all of this to set me up. You, you, you could tell her if she comes across it, you said, yeah. just say, you said all of Hell this, yes. so you could set me up with the uh, UCLA. Um, see? <laughs> Man, she got nice everything, dog. I'm Scarfinger. I'm Scarfinger. And this is Scarf. 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 Scarf.
I'm selfish. I want you to myself, I can't help it. Oh my, yeah, maybe I'm selfish. You're my ladies and I can't. Maybe I'm selfish. I want you to myself, I can't help it. My thick chicks down in Texas All the way to New Orleans Where the girls cook catfish And in LA Every chick's an actress Hollywood status With the shaded glasses To Detroit Yeah, the place that I rest Where the ladies got asses And la la sex And Hot Atlanta, y'all It's one of the best Where they speak southern slang And smoke la cess And New York women Are way too fresh Too much on your mind Let me ease that stress I wish you all were mine It's so selfish Maybe I'm feeling myself Too much, I guess Right to my ladies all across the globe In small towns that I don't even know No, To all local international codes Whether you see me in streets or catch me at shows I'm calling, yeah, maybe I'm selfish I want you to myself, I can't help it Oh my, yeah, maybe I'm selfish You're my ladies and I can't Maybe I'm selfish I want you to myself, I can't help it Yeah, no one, yeah, but me, yeah, baby and don't be trying to come around my girl acting like Mr. Friendly And still the spotlight like Mr. Bentley I spotted her like Spud McKenzie And for them fake boobies, I paid them Benjis Get your own I got Paris, he got Nicky, he tried to get him a clone He said, yeah, you know you got extra hoes And everything you do is extra cold From the polo fleece to the Jesus piece I got family in high places like Jesus, niece Can I please say my peace? If y'all fresh to death then I'm deceased And this one here is a heat rock Spit like a beatbox The way the beat rocks New version of Pete Rock But for that Benz I get CL love So I switch my girls around Like 3L dub I'm calling Maybe I'm selfish I want you to myself I can't help it Oh my Yeah maybe I'm selfish You're my ladies And I can Maybe I'm selfish I want you to myself I can't help it Yeah. Baby. What up, Pam? How your little man doing in New Jersey? Last I heard, he caught the flu and you was worried. Hope he feels better. And thanks, Jonetta from Cleveland, for that good head and your Jetta. Better believe it. Shanice, you my piece from Compton. Before I'm off the plane, make sure you cop some trees to spark up. Danielle, ATL, got them pictures in the mail. You sealed with a kiss and you sent it with Chanel. You looking good in that one showing off your body. Had a Beverly Hills mommy that would buy me Cardi's. Take me to after parties. Her name was Kari. And it sucks that we didn't keep in touch, I'm sorry But hey Kim, how's Minneapolis? You so pretty, hate you show off your titties for silly classes Cause I love you girls, though you ain't mine I wish my arms was long enough to hug you all at the same time I'm calling, yeah, maybe I'm selfish I want you to myself, I can't help it Oh my, yeah, maybe I'm selfish You're my ladies and I can Maybe I'm selfish, I want you to myself, I can't help it Kids got baptized at a black church. Wasn't prepared for that. I mean, I just, I, I prefer white church myself. 
black church just takes too long for me. <laughs> you got to have your day free. You can't make no plans going to a black church. Yep. <laughs> you found going to a football game, you ain't going to make it. Hey, you might not make Monday night football while you're bullshitting. Black church is ridiculous, man. Remember the first time I went to a black church, I, I didn't know it was going to take that long. You know? Like, I didn't eat breakfast that morning. I thought I was going to eat in about an hour. You know? Oh, my God, I almost died of malnutrition that day. Waiting for Sally Struthers to pop up, you know? I was, I was sitting in the church, man. I was like, why, why is this taking so long? You know, I, was sitting there. I figured I'd have it the service, service while it was taking so long because, um, you know, when you, when you go to church with white people, man, we don't say nothing, you know? We shut up and we listen, you know? If somebody tries to talk while our preacher's talking, we tell them, shh, zip it, focus, okay? One more song, we're gone. <laughs> I remember the first time I went to a black church, um, I, I didn't know, I, I didn't know that when black people agree what the service is about, they don't wait. They get up right there that they agree. I know it's okay to yell out. I'm sitting there. I don't know why I got in the whole church. I'm getting upset with all the black people in the pews around me, you know? I thought they were being disrespectful to the preacher. I know Katie yell out. I'm just sitting there. Preach on it. Are you serious? You're just going to talk while he's talking? Yeah, that's really disrespectful. Why don't you zip it and focus? It's 1.30. I'm ready to go home. Talk about it. Are you with him? What? You're allowed to talk? Are you serious? <laughs> I'm going to say something. Okay, watch. I'm going to say something. Hoodie hoo! <laughs> I hoodie Virginia. Come on, it's 430! <laughs> Another song! Why is she singing Rihanna? That has nothing to do with church. It's 6 o'clock. You guys have a step team. Are you serious? The first Baptist steppers, it's 830. A freaking poet. This is a talent show. That's the four times she caught the Holy Ghost. She's lying. You can't catch the Holy Ghost four times in one day. It's 1030. Stop passing this plate around. I don't have any more money. It's midnight. It's Monday! I'm late for work! <laughs> Takes forever, man. We got more voicemail? Is it you again? Uh, my God, nigga, what the fuck? Both of my last two were just like, um, no, I can't listen to this. The old slow motion cry, nigga. Bullshit. This motherfucker here. Every fucking five minutes, my name got dropped. Well, yeah, you're part of the show, goddammit. What'd you think was going to happen? Also, you're part, well, you're part of the show. I want you. So of course your name's gonna be dropped every five minutes, right. man. Like I don't that. If anything, you should take that as a compliment because we fucking miss you, dog. 
when you're not here, we're sad. I'm sorry that like we have emotions and feelings like real motherfuckers. I'm sorry that that like you couldn't be at the on the show. God damn it. Mm-hmm. More voicemail. Is this Will Smith just carrying? Also, uh, what's her face? God damn it. Okay, when you're in Korea, you're just infatuated with Korean women. But as soon as you get back to America, you're like, fuck Korean women. Nigga, that's racist. No, it's not. You're Contact. You're, Contact. You're that's my racist. What the fuck was that? LL cool that? Wait, how is that racism? Explain yeah. yourself. Like, how is that racism? It happened. I don't know. Like, as I'm sorry. While back, I was in, while I was in Korea, was I supposed to like not fuck Korean girls? Well, I I, I think it's not racism. Like, it's just I have standards, and to be fair, <laughs> no. To be fair, the the Korean chicks who come to America, the smart Korean yeah, chicks who I, come to America, are generally yeah. not attractive. Yeah, my um, I had some people. Having said I that, was, I, was, I, I have seen I a few Asian girls who were hot, but they were Vietnamese. And For some reason, really a lot of hot Vietnamese women in Seattle right now. It's kind of nice. And they were all looking at me like I was crazy. So, I mean, I guess I have a girlfriend though. We've only been together for a month, so like, I really hope she didn't hear this show because this is going to be held against me. But we've been together for yeah, a month, uh, so like, I feel like I can break that now? to go fuck sure. around with some other chicks. Nope. I'm not telling her about this show at all. I had, I had a coworker who said that she was on a party bus. And she was on a party bus, and um, <laughs> no, what, what, what's going to happen weed, is so she I'm, I'm going to just write all this shit off as I have always done weed, with the show she was with like, my girlfriend's voice. And just write so this shit off the table. So she got up and, like, nah, and turned around and looked at the back of the bus. It's like telling the HR lady was on the bus with her. Unless, no, the HR the HR lady was explaining to her friends that she couldn't because they drug test now. I will not take that stance uh, for for specific ladies that I have named and called out by name. Uh, I was serious about that shit. Um, specifically, Miss Patrice Fisher. I meant that shit, and that was on a different show. I realized, but uh, yeah, she can still get it. Somebody let her know. Old school TKGM. It's a it's a throwback. Just in case you don't catch that, that's that was my thing on TKGM was just calling out chicks and black. Somebody let her know she can get it. Miss Patrice Fisher can still get it. Somebody let her know. You're a you're a occupational hazard, nigga. You're about to have an accident. How are you still going? You recorded a whole podcast with a goddamn voicemail, nigga. Why you just show up to the goddamn podcast? This motherfucker is still going. I know Jay was high. What the fuck is you know? As soon star? as you told me you know this shit, you know this shit was gonna be sidetracked right now. True story. What is your excuse, Scar? <laughs> <laughs> what, what the fuck ever, nigga? Like, how do I? If I got contact high with you over the internet, that shit is the best That's weed so ever, and I need to go spend some more money on it. You got that ghost dad weed? It went through the phone. <laughs> <laughs> went through the fucking electronic connection. Also, shout out to uh, Purple Haze for hooking me up with that um, amazing Platinum Girl Scout cookies. It was really, really good. Thank you very much. Uh, check it out. If, if you're someplace where legal weed happens, Platinum Girl Scout cookies. Hook yourself up. It tastes terrible, but it smokes so good. I never 
never stop. Yeah. Speaking of Scar, uh, if you ever want to hang out in Scar, I like, in come hang out in Seattle with and, and you know fuck with up you, a drug I test. I stopped in conversation with y'all. I got weed. Yeah, with y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like as soon as you come back from vacation, I feel like I feel like if you told somebody you were gonna go like hang out in Seattle, as soon as you came back, you get hit with that drug test. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was the HR lady also smoking weed, though? That's the real question. Ooh. Here is a fun fact for everybody that should know this. So, if you smoke weed regularly, it takes three months to get out of your system. Just be aware of that. If you take a couple of hits, like you like take a couple, like share a joint with someone, three days. So Not as long bad. as you don't like, if you do it one, like one off and quit, you can, it'll be out of your system in three days. So it'll be done with your vacation. If you don't believe me, Google that shit. There's a ton of research to support this. It's smoking regularly where it really gets down and basically gets into like your fat and it gets released over time where it takes three months. Like, I know it takes a month to get out of your system. Uh, norm, like if you smoke regularly, if you only hit, take a hit, it takes three days to get out of your system. Just be aware of that. If you're on vacation, weigh it out. But if you're <laughs> not expecting to get drug tested for like three days or just three days between you and your vacation and going back to work and you're straight. Yeah. Cool. That's right. Why'd I know we shit. Ladies and gentlemen. I don't give a fuck. Star. <laughs> By the way, you want to know who the fuck this is, nigga? This fucking Jishani, nigga. Our <laughs> <laughs> love cock. Nigga, but I said it. The love Bring I have up. in my heart I'm just, I'm just so strong right happen. now. <laughs> I, every time this voicemail pops up in the queue, it's like, oh my God, it's Rashani again. It's fantastic. That's very true, Scar. You did say son like four times. Yeah, but it's because you weren't there to call him on it. Remember, like, honestly, I feel like the son thing is kind of a bully thing that we do. Like, it, I don't do it if, if you're not here and you don't do it if I'm not here. No, nah, you did. You stopped for real, motherfucker. Like, go back and listen to the shows. You stopped hardcore motherfucking stops for years. I ain't no, about to now. No, you Stop stopped for years um, with us. With us, you stopped for fucking years, dog. <laughs> real talk. You stopped for goddamn years. It was a. It was literally four years passed before I heard you say son again. And even then, you weren't even saying it, like, emphatically. You were just talking about someone had a son. It was a male child, and you're like, yeah, he got a son. No, he, and then we you, dogged you, you mercilessly for that shit. You saw, you saw you came at me <laughs> It was great. I'm, I'm real talk. Like, I'm not even making that shit up. Like, I, you really did quit saying something on the show. I don't remember going at him. I'm for a goddamn three years. Like, I, I have been in Korea and came back before you said son again. Son. I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to listen to the show because I don't remember any. That of shit that. was was epic, dog. Like you for real, just were like fuck y'all. I'm never saying son in front of y'all again, man. I think it's cool that you're like. I honestly don't want to give you a hard time about you saying son again because I, I kind of want you to get comfortable with saying it again. So like like it'll build up to the point where we can hit you for saying it again. 
<laughs> but see, that's what I'm saying. Like now, now you know. I'm like, I'm like purposely on the sideline. Like not yet. <laughs> I'm just over here. Like Mm-mm, not yet. Let him get comfortable. He's gonna say, "Son, no." <laughs> hey fellas, y'all did a good job. I, I appreciate Jay putting together the editing. A lot harder than the theme come. Yeah, I see you brought. Oh. It was easy as shit. What are you talking about? No, only get a couple minutes to talk. Just yeah, but to- I just want to point out, editing was easy as shit, man. I don't remember. I'm gonna have to listen to the show. And the okay. reason why is because you've already put together all the like, like all the outros, all the shit has already been put together and labeled, and that's what made it easy, man. Because you already set everything up. So I mean, you did such a great job setting it up that editing actually is pretty easy now. And that's a kudos to you, man. Congrats! Like seriously, that's 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 the work that you put in. I mean, I knew that you were putting in this work, but like you, you actually have made yeah, it so that God. it's actually easy to edit the show now. So that's on you, Rashani, man. Like I, I know we don't really say it much on the show, but for folks who don't know, Rashani edits this entire show in all his fucking ridiculousness and all his bullshit and all the fucking YouTube videos, and he does an amazing job. And he literally has it set up where like a fucking trained monkey <laughs> could do that shit. He has it set up where it's so yes. easy and so like because all the files are named. He just sent me like six files, and I was done, man. Like you, you have that shit together like a goddamn G, I thought, man. I, so kudos to you, man. That. We don't say thank you enough. I really appreciate if, it. If, if if they if they if they go in together, like, that shit coming. Easily, I like the fact he's struggling right now to be, deal with that shit. Like JB and Nice. I know I know how this works. He's gonna be real nice to me, and then he's gonna fucking pull the rug out. I'm not falling for that shit, but no, real talk. What you uh, Rashani, man. You know they're trying to- Thank you, man. Seriously. Um, they're trying to get Mark Cuban to do it. Scar won't say it, but I will. They want Mark Cuban. Well, yeah, because you were going, you were going to hell when he wasn't here. What you think was going to happen? <laughs> you, it's like. It's like- it's like you. It's like you recording diss tracks. It's like you recorded like a bunch of diss tracks, and now you're mad that he's responding. What do you think was gonna happen, nigga? <laughs> I remember all that shit clearly, and I was high, nigga. How do I remember and you don't? And I, it's you who said it. I was high as shit, and I remember every single moment he's talking about. Because Jay tried to move away from it, and you... I tried hard. I was like, nah, dog. I really was like, nah, dog. Rashani's an upstanding... Like, we just... that's We're just fucking around. That's not for real. Because, like, you work with kids. I'm like, I'm not gonna do them like that. And Scar was like, nah, fuck that, son. He's a child molester. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yo, real talk. Go back and listen to that episode. Rich you went hard in the goddamn paint. And, and, and it's a high J. A fucking two bowl in J, like trying to pull you away from it. You should be ashamed of shit of yourself for that. I'm high and I'm trying to, like, nah, dog. Chill, chill. High J is trying to talk you out of, like, fucking going in on somebody. You should think about that for a second. You really should. Go back and listen to it, man. <laughs> like, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of really good shit that happened. And like it was a great show, but like you really did go off on Rashani. Like you, you were like ready to go in on him, and I'm like, nah, man, chill, chill, chill. Hi, hi. I'm like, nah, this is not a good idea. That should tell you everything about that show. Call when the cats away, you motherfuckers. <laughs>
there, y'all niggas get political as a motherfucker. We really did. Also, side note: uh, Hillary Clinton shoe in for the Democratic uh, candidate. And Trump shoe in. I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm not fucking leaving. That's what Bernie, the, Bernie is for real doing that right now. Exactly. Uh, and you know what? I think the saddest thing is, is if he would just like chill, he would probably get a vice can- like a vice president nominee, and he could do more good. He could do more good as a vice president than he can as a fucking candidate. Yeah, if he would just chill. Well, when you this think about Trump, is, this, it's kind yeah, of the same Because honestly, right? who's Trump's uh, fucking uh, vice president? Who's going to side with motherfucking Donald Trump? What self-respecting Republican is going to do that shit? They're <laughs> There's no way in hell that shit. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, can you he's, imagine the vice president? Can you imagine the vice like, president debate like a, of fucking Bernie Sanders? He's, he's like one more time in anyone who would even consider him. being Donald Trump's vice president. Is he's already going to lose uh, his 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 his, his uh, debate versus Hillary's already a goddamn loss. Go if Hillary doesn't win Go those ahead. shits, it, I don't even know what to say to that. But I'm saying, like, honestly, Mark Cuban versus Bernie Sanders is a goddamn bloodbath because as much <laughs> as I like Mark Cuban, and he doesn't have the political experience that, that fucking Bernie Sanders does. And as much uh, I think Donald Trump is honestly, as a person, I don't dislike him as a person. I think he's a terrible president, and I goddamn hope he doesn't get voted in. But honestly, as a person, he's not a terrible person. He's just a, you know, fucking rich white dude who thinks rich white thoughts. But him versus Hillary, him versus anyone on a Democratic ticket. Knox knows that I'm. Rich, I, Knox knows that I'm a lovable heathen. I I'm fucking hate like you it. so much right now. But I'm saying, like, 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 in all honesty, like Trump versus Hillary Clinton is such a goddamn wash because of all the experience that she's had as a politician versus his zero lack of experience. And I honestly feel like the debates of them going at each other is just all going to swing Hillary's way because she's actually done the shit that she's talking about. And he's just fucking speculating. And the shit he's speculating on is just fucking bullshit. That goddamn wall from what that wall for uh, fucking Mexico is such bullshit. And everybody knows it. Trump knows it. Hillary knows it. The American people know it. Anyway, uh, you got more voicemail over, Johnny? Yes. Yes, there is. Let's do it. All right. Motherfucker. Look at this shit. <laughs> you look old. Y'all niggas talking about if you suck your own dick, who will be gay? Or if you suck your own dick, would you be gay? And what presidential... Uh, <laughs> presidential- I do like that that happened in the same segment. Look, mother. Self-fellatio and presidential candidates happened in the same goddamn segment. I'm looking at the screen while I'm talking. Yeah. Y'all hearing this shit with no excuses. Y'all niggas better be funny as shit today. <laughs> no political talk. What? How did you fucking turn into Ike Turner? <laughs> Y'all better be fucking funny as shit today. Bring your goddamn main game. <laughs> you gonna beat us with some goddamn <laughs> it's flowers, like, man? It's like, it's like, it's like, nigga, I'm like, like, 
Like, nigga, who raised you, though? Like, did you, did you literally get raised by and, 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 nigga, you talking about calling your wife your rib. Do you realize you're talking about Henry? Do you that, realize you're talking that about Knox? literally raised by Knox boobs? Like, Wait, who are we talking about that does that? Nigga. Y'all were oh, talking what up? Y'all were talking about the whole uh, calling your wife your rib is like stupid as shit. And uh, it makes you hate religious people because it's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, most- I still stand by what I said. Like, honestly, I don't understand why. I don't understand why. Like, I can't dislike something <laughs> somebody said and still like the person. I like people. I like people all the time. You know what I'm saying? I like people all the time. I don't give a shit. Like, like I just like a lot of shit that people say. But I like people. I still like people. I'm not gonna go out and do some bullshit and be like, oh well, I fucking hate him because he says this shit. No, man. I like him. I don't like the shit he says. That's how it works. That's how shit should work. I'm sick of motherfuckers acting like I can't dislike somebody's fucking stance and like the person. Like, what the fuck is up with the world that I have to equate who you like, what you believe and what you think with who you are? I like you as a person. I don't like what you think. I don't. I don't agree with with really fucking one sentence that you say. But everything else about you, I like. How come I can't fucking take that stance without me like acting like without people acting like I have to fucking hate the whole person? I don't hate the whole person. I just hate that dumbass shit of fucking calling your wife a rib. And I'll talk shit about you and still be friends with you. If you call uh, fucking um, Janice, if you call fucking Nisha, I almost called her full name. You call fucking no, Nisha we did that uh, your rib, I would fucking like, ride the shit out of you about that shit. But I mean, we're still cool. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I can call her my rib because I love to eat that every single night if I could. Huh? <laughs> See, huh? you say that you say that shit. That shit is pimp as playing shit, and I, I respect the shit out of that. As that's pimping and shit. But in most cases, motherfuckers say that shit and are just lame about it, man. Yeah, and, and, and again, it's not yeah. like I've, I've I it, actually I think me and Rashani, not Rashani, sorry, me and Scar both saw the same motherfucker say that shit on uh, on Facebook. So I saw that shit on Facebook. I was like, man, fuck you. I just like old dude uh, that Scar put on Facebook. Uh, what was it yesterday? About old dude who was talking about like his girlfriend told him about all the unique shit that he needs to know in his life, like having two shower curtains and a washcloth and washing his face. Oh, yeah. That shit, man. I was like, man, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, nigga, like, how the fuck did no one ever explain this shit to you? He was like, man, all my clothes were folded in drawers. Like, how how the fuck old are you that you don't fold your own goddamn clothes? That shit made me sad, straight. <laughs> Yo, like, the shit that he was, like, surprised by is the shit that you should fucking already know. He was like, man, she has her, like, my lunch already packed and ready for me. I said, nigga, I do that shit for myself. Every day. And honestly... If you have, if you're worried about your girl seeing your underwear, you're not a grown man, dog. Man, my underwear is staying free, and the shit that's not staying free, I I purposely buy black underwear. So fuck that shit, son. It's staying free, and you couldn't tell if it wasn't. I'm a goddamn G. Next voicemail. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, man, like I don't understand this whole. I can't disagree with you and still like you as a person. Uh, you know, and, and honestly, for real talk, for anybody who listens to the show, I will probably talk shit about you as and what you say, 
But please understand that I don't dislike you as a person. I'll never dislike you as a person. I love all human beings. I'm as hippie as it comes when it comes to that shit. I legit love every single human being. I am a full-blown hippie. Now, do I like the shit that you think? No. Do I like your fucking opinion? No. Will I make fun of you for it? Goddamn right. But at the end of the day, you get no, to have I your opinion. This, so I, I get to have mine. I won't judge you for it. I won't talk like I'll talk shit about your opinion, but I won't talk shit about you as a human being. And I will still embrace the fact that you believe that. If you want to come on the show and talk about your opinion and try to explain to me why you feel the way you do, cool. I'll listen to it. No, no, no. And, and, and I want to point out in that goddamn show, I was the only person willing to fucking listen to Howard. Like the, the one who who, who talks the most shit on the show is me, and I'm the one who's the most willing to listen to you. I can't, I can't. If my kids lied to me twice, I flash. He lied for three yeah. hours. But I'm saying, like, look, I am willing to sit and have a conversation with anybody. If you have an opinion, if you want to try to like expound upon the opinion, I am the person to talk to. Yes, I will ride the shit out of you. I, I really will bust your balls about what you think. But at the end of the day, I still respect that you have the right to think that. And I'm not going to sit here and like right. dislike you because, and I'll listen to it. Like you could spend if honestly, thank God for Rashani and Scar being on the show because uh, my show really was me listening to other people's opinions for a goddamn two hours and be like, all right, cool. And then that was the end of the goddamn show. That was my, like the Negro majority really was random motherfuckers. I had two of the most racist motherfuckers I've ever, I've ever talked to on my goddamn show to the point where I actually cut the show in, in, in part, like I had to cut it in half and do half of it solo and do like 30 minutes of how racist that they were. Cause we did a full goddamn two hours, but their shit was so goddamn racist that I was like, I can't even, I can't fucking like publish this in good conscience. So I just cut and put like 30 minutes in, but I'll listen to you be racist. I'll listen to you like hate everything. I'll listen to you be atheist. I'll listen to you be religious. I don't give a fuck. I'll listen to it. I feel like you have the right to say that shit. Just understand that I will talk shit about you. Uh, to your face and behind your back. Both ways, nigga. So fuck you and your rib. <laughs> uh, Okie dokie. Um, was that all the voice? Was all the voice? Were all the voicemails you? They were Jashani. <laughs> well, Jashani is welcome to come on the show, voice his opinions, and I'm going to talk shit about him too. It's hilarious. Bad, but I'm just going to make this laugh until you start doing your voicemail. Anyway, what's up, motherfuckers? You know this is. Anyway, on Wait, who is this? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. That was a to you know who this Okay, fuck y'all. <laughs> Thank you for fucking that joke up to shit and back. Right. Uh, having that's a friend not, tell that's me. That's that, that, that Ichiro. He's about to get the. And then proceed to fuck you <laughs> and feed me waffle for those three days. Waffle. Can we pause for a second? Easy. Just for yeah. a second. Yeah. Here's my question to Howard. Howard, are you putting your dick in pussy? Here's why I ask you this. A lot of your calls come to us and you tell us about like girls who liked you, but you find out too late. If you're getting your dick inside of pussy <laughs> on a regular basis, these other girls don't matter. Please take a page from the J playbook. Yeah. I don't care romantically about no, women that I'm not I, fucking. I, I, I There's a ton of women that right? tell me later, like, oh, yeah, I would have fucked you if you had done X, you know, this, that, and the third. But 
at the end of the day if you are getting your dick inside pussy then it doesn't fucking matter you're gonna miss on a fucking lot of women there's a bunch of women out there right now that i have just swung and missed on and i don't want to name names and point fingers but you probably know some of them all you have to remember is this if you are still fucking at the end of the day it doesn't matter if you have found one person because you just need one you don't need two though two would be fantastic but you just need one if you have one then why the fuck did all these other girls matter and if you don't have one and these other girls are telling you had a chance but you don't have a chance now then why the fuck do these other girls matter because you had a chance I feel like you're dwelling on like a lot of bullshit and either it's unnecessary because you don't need to dwell on it or it's just something that you don't need to dwell on because you should be moving forward with your life come on Howard get your shit together dog I feel like I don't even need to play the rest of the voicemail just like that um I'm saying, like, either you're getting your dick and pussy, in which case this voicemail is pointless, or you're not getting your dick and pussy, in which case this voicemail is pointless. You're missing the point, dog. You just find one person. One. You don't need a... It's a seven billion people in the world. You can find one. And you're so busy thinking about, like, what could have been and what should have been and what she said that you're, like, fucking missing the point. Fucking go out and get your dick wet. Do some stupid, do some stupid shit. Get drunk, hit on all the girls in the bar, and take the ugly one home. I don't give a fuck. The point is, is like you're dwelling on the wrong shit. You're looking at all the fucking misses when honestly, oh, you, you even in baseball, thirty three so goddamn percent like is a fucking Hall of Fame. One in every three is Hall and of Fame so in baseball, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Three. One in every three is goddamn is goddamn Hall three. of Fame. Come on, dog. You're looking at the wrong thing. You're looking at the K's and not the R's, man. And this one, folks. You can play the rest if you want to. I mean, I, I'm done. I really don't want to. All right. Do we have any more? And that's, no. that's, that's, that's and, 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 uh, Shani, Blue keeps asking me why he's never been on this show. Mails. So everyone Shani, keeps asking me the same question. Johnny, nigga. That's my, my answer. My I mean, answer, that's what we do. My answer is, as it always <laughs> I mean, is, nigga, I don't you expect know. anything differently. Really? He kind of did. I mean, he got his he got his two cents in. Uh, Rashawn, do you have anything you want to say about last episode, man? I, um... Speak now or probably not hold your peace forever. I just realized you're probably bringing this up later anyway. <laughs> you're gonna bring it up later anyway but I mean you can totally get the chances I, I mean Scar's I, here I'm I here did want, I did want to say this one thing nah. I did want to say this one thing which is it was kind of hard really? finding comedy that hadn't already been played on the show before wasn't it on YouTube oh, this, um, this is really game, game. This so is, I think for me, when I was like, doing the show, in my mind, that was crazy high, was I was trying to keep the show moving because I know that we tend to like get stuck on like YouTube videos or songs and like we tend to get stuck on like bullshit. To, you, you, so like you if you listen to the show, so what you can hear <laughs> is like me trying to keep this shit going. Difficult for me because I'm high, but I'm like, no, nah, we got to keep this rolling. We got to keep this going. And honestly, that was probably the least fun I've had on the show that we've done because I, because normally you're the one who does that. Normally you are the one who keeps the shit moving. 
Like you come in all hot with some shit about the drive-through or about some album you and Nisha heard together. And we kind of push through, like we, and we always kind of like rely upon you to kind of keep that shit moving. Like you always have like something, like you always have the next topic. And even if we don't even work on that topic, you always have the next move where you like, you cut that one topic where it's supposed to be. And I think one of the hardest things to do is to try to have a show without you because you bring something that we really need to the show. Yeah, don't worry. I'm never leaving again. Goddamn I'm right. Not... <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Scar. You have two podcasts. Two. Two. Facetious Garcasm Live. Yo, how come I haven't been asked to the, like, to, how come I, oh, wait, no, time. Scar, why have I not been asked to? Uh, hey, I try to tell you know, people, if y'all niggas is on the show, exactly, you Scar. Shit, like, you gotta get. You, What's up, man? You, you were saying to me? You just, just gotta jump in. Wait, no, wait. no, Scar, don't fucking deflect. You didn't answer the goddamn question, motherfucker. Are you ashamed of me? No, 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 no. I invited Blue onto this show. Oops. I'll invite Blue right now, Blue. Please. Blue, you're my boy. Join us on the Come show. On the show, man. So we can talk shit about Scar and not inviting us on his little personal shows. Exactly. When actually every show I've had, Scar, literally every, and I've had a bunch of them, every podcast I've had, you were on every episode, motherfucker. Not and every Scar- episode, but you were, you had it, you got invited and were on every show I've had. Literally Scar, every show a, I've had. Back on single simulcast, you've been on more than anybody else. But we can't be on your show, motherfucker. Is that what's hot in these streets? Yeah, it is. We see what time it is. Yeah, man. These hoes ain't loyal. All I'm yeah. saying is these, this scar ain't loyal, dog. Yeah, scar. I, I see what's up. Oh, we were friends, motherfucker. Turns out you were just being facetious. Goddamn right. I thought we were friends, Scar. Turns out you just being live. Scarcasm live. Wednesdays at 7. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesdays at 7. Check out all episodes of scarcasmlive.com. Motherfucker. We're not a real talk, Scar. What's up, man? How come I can't be on the show? Amanda. Yeah, man. You're afraid of what I'm going to say? I like to point out that Rashani had me on Scarcasm Live. Oh, no, Scarcasm Live. He had me on fucking single simulcast with um, Shante, right? Yeah, that was dope. That was dope. I I had a lot of fun with that. And it turned out to be a relatively decent show. And then then what makes it it funny is I feel kind of bad, though, for Shante because. Yeah, we we pretty much talked over her. I kind of want her to come on the Dream Team also. You can talk over her again with Scar? Yeah. Huh? No, because no, like I, I feel know, like we could we could be um, quiet and let her have her opinions. Uh, Brandy is. I feel like she dog. didn't get a chance to ever really voice any opinions at all. <laughs> it was just like but, like oh but, you think that the, the, nah, the, who's gonna talk over you? <laughs> That's what happened the entire show. Yes, uh, Brandy is about to talk. Yeah, I'm sorry, Shante. That was all Rashani's fault. I'm about to. You gotta get in when you fit in, dog. <laughs> Just cut somebody off and go go to town. Make it happen, Captain. 
But yeah, nah, she's she's welcome on. Uh, the next episode I did after that was talking about uh, Comforter <laughs> by Shy with the hard R. Um, and how I'm gonna down- actually, I think I'm gonna download that tomorrow and like listen to it. I, I actually have been meaning to catch up on a couple that things. Episode was epic because we really bust down how that is the friend zoniest <laughs> song ever. Yo. While I have the time, I want to point out that I I got a bunch of people that I know to listen to single simulcasts. I appreciate that. Specifically this season. Yeah, the single simulcasts and also uh, Sin and Solace, specifically Sin and Solace this season. And they are... I have I have been getting hit with a little bit of a clamor. It was was chicks that I was dating before uh, I met current girlfriend um, that were like, yo, when is that? Who really have hit me? Were you just never going to say her name? What, my current girlfriend? Yeah, because Scar went... How long did you go, Scar, without saying... Oh, no, I'll tell you her name. Her name's Marina. What was what was your name for her for a long time? Bitch? No, it wasn't. <laughs> Kidding. Um, yeah, Scar just called her white girl. No, he didn't call her white girl. He no, nah, he had her... that white girl. That Christina Aguilera. The silent partner, the silent supporter, the <laughs> silent something. <laughs> Silent sidekick. Wait, have you actually said her name on the show yet? Yes. Wait, what's her name? Wait, what? What is is what? Amanda. He, he, <laughs> That's such a white girl name. My my girl's name is Marina. It's a super white girl name. Really? Y'all just comparing white girl names now? I feel oh, like my, unless uh, the only way she could have been a whiter girl name would have been if she was Michelle. Oh, Mandy, you came and you gave without taking. Isn't that a song about a dog? Probably. (laughs) I don't know. What song is Brandy? Full Moon? Is it? I I rather enjoyed this. He's a good dog. I feel like I, I want to eat food in front of the sleep, but I don't want to eat in front of the sleep because it's super bad for you. Also, shout out to me for uh, oh, losing wait. weight. I want to no, I, I'm not. I'm. I, I, did you not hear me say I'm on a month hiatus, motherfucker? Oh, weed. <laughs> You're talking about not wanting to like, go to bed and you smoke weed. So, I, Nigger. I don't know where people get this. I don't know where people get this fucking misconception, but weed does not give you the munchies. With the hard weed does not give we does food. not get well oh. we doesn't give me the munchies like nigger. food is better nigger. when I'm smoking but I don't get the munchies nigger. from it nigger you literally just alcohol said makes you me want to drink before you go to sleep because it's not good but no alcohol wait how is wait smoking weed is not bad for you like shut the fuck up smoking weed is not bad for you it has been proven no, you're saying that is because you smoke weed no no real talk. It has been proven through research and studies no, that weed, no weed, has uh, that the in, the in introduction of cannabis in your bloodstream. Hey, you uh, are lowers an your, when you're sober. Fuck you. You are a petty smart <laughs> ass. When how, did you you not, how did you not know that? Because I forgot. Because yeah. you've been in a blaze of weed since you got to Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> I have been high every show for the last like three months. 
But I, I gotta take a month off. Like that's you, you do a month, you do some time on, you do some time off. That's how you know you're like not addicted. You want to cleanse? <laughs> yeah, real talk. That's how. That's how I avoid getting addicted to anything. I do like a month off of alcohol and weed. I learned that on half baked. You in here for marijuana? <laughs> no, no. There's some. There's some people. There are some people who get addicted to marijuana, dog. You can get addicted yeah, to getting I'm high. for weed. <laughs> I say it. God damn, the news is on. No, like I'm saying, like I'm just, I just refuse to get like, like you can be addicted to being high. So I take, a, I take a month off of like I do the same thing for alcohol too. Like I take a month off from alcohol. I stop drinking and I just kind of like, you know, like fight through that month. And then once that that month is over, I get drunk and high as shit. Same time this time at least. You gotta you gotta take a month off to prove to yourself that you're not addicted to it, and then you can fucking go crazy. For what it's worth, it makes terrible dream team episodes. But you know. No, because uh there's also been like the episode where What? Well, you were only here for like 30 minutes, nigga. Also, boss nigga. Sober. I, that shit happened while I was sober. So fuck you, boss nigga. Uh, fucking. There was there was another the fucking midgets on the wait, island wait, happened wait, while I was sober. You know what? You know what? You know what? That song just reminded me, nigga. You oh, owe us a song. Oh yeah, I gotta um hold up. Let me see if I if I saved it. I actually did uh, an acapella version of T-shirt and panties. Of t-shirt and panties. Yeah, okay. look, I didn't. Look, I, didn't uh, I didn't save it. Okay, here's what we're gonna do. I am gonna do t-shirt and panties acapella. I, I had a whole like where I, I like like <laughs> I didn't. Well, I did save it, but I can't open it to make it an MP3 because it's too big of a file. So I'll do it again, and then I'll MP3 it, and then I'll I'll send it to you, and then next show you can play it. Oh, I'm not only gonna do that. It'll also be on single sound. I wouldn't say yo, it's yo, it's creepy as shit too. Because I did like this whole like slow breathe. Where I'm like, <sighs> and like I did. It's, it's creepy as shit. I'll do it again. It is so creepy, but it's so good. Instantly gets creepier if you put that slow breathing. It's already like, creepier. Uh, so I'm creepier if you put that behind it. T-shirt oh, and my panties on. It's just it's literally me doing that shit. It's creepy as shit. It's fantastic. I was so proud of that shit, man. <laughs> honestly, I'm so like honestly, I'm really happy for you to hear this. Uh, you should put this shit on that piff. If I can recreate it right, that shit is that piff worthy. I honestly, I'm not ashamed at all of that shit. I realize that I'm singing about me in t-shirt and panties, and I don't give a fuck. I, I love that shit. I did that great. So that's a 15 second porn, huh? Yeah. Did you watch one? Yo, Scar, did you know about 15 second porn? Go ahead and click on that top link, dog. It's pouring in 15 seconds. There's no sound. If that's a deal breaker for you, you're not going to enjoy it. But if it's not a deal breaker for you, enjoy all the things you like about porn, but in 15 seconds. I feel like that was in the moose bouche. The best part about it, all the hit, you get all the hit. You get, you get the blowjob. You get uh, the doggy style. You get the missionary. You get the cowgirl. You get the cum shot. Did the blowjob really be? I mean, every porn that I've seen has like 10 to 15 minutes of just dick sucking. That's the best part about porn in 15 seconds is that, like, it, it really is just, like, 
two to three seconds of blowjob and then porn. And it just jumps to the next thing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big. I'm not I, a big I, fan I, I, of it. I don't think. I've, I don't think I've it ever has nothing to do with something like. There's I'm other a things. Huge fan of porn. I've, I've had some specifically the. the um, Japanese but I ain't never had one seconds. that was just like I don't want. Huge I don't want you to do this yeah. anymore. Like, please stop like, it. It's just. I found it weird that you. I mean, no, I don't find it weird. So I understand like not being the blowjobs because be to be honest, like. There, oh, I've had, I've, I've had in my lifetime, I've, never I've had, had a, many I've women had like a, I think we're done blow here. me, but I've okay. had like maybe a handful of legitimately good blowjobs. Like a lot of chicks aren't good at it, and it, it just ruins it for you if the chick is really legitimately not good at blowjobs. And I'm not, I'm not trying to say like, like you know, I don't know if that's an insult or not. I'm not trying to say that anybody that has given you a blowjob recently has oh, not no, been good no, at it. No, 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 no. Remember the redacted episode. <laughs> um, okay, that's what I'm saying. Spread. I'm not trying to say that they're not good at it. I'm just saying, like, a legitimately bad blowjob can ruin blowjobs for you. No, for it's life. just that there's things that I'd rather do. Yo, real talk. I've had some legitimately terrible blowjobs. I am a giver, not a taker. Let's just put it like that. Understandable. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. I, I feel the same way. But there's something there's something to be said for like I'm, I'm talking about a blowjob where like like I've had a Russian girl give me a blowjob. That shit was fantastic. It was like oh my god, like literally, like within seconds of the blowjob starting, I was like oh shit, I'm about to come. It's amazing if you get someone who knows what they're doing and is into that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like where, like if you get somebody who's into that shit and is like, like legitimately good at it, you'll love it. But the truth of the matter is, is that most blowjobs are mediocre at best. Yeah, and that's not, and that's not a knock on girls because honestly, uh, blowjobs seem like they'd be really difficult. I, I agree with uh, Louis C.K. where he says like it just seems like something that just takes something out of you. There's some girls who don't have any self esteem and don't have a soul and they give head like goddamn monsters. And you know, you know, as soon as you have a girl who has no soul, by the way, she sucks your dick. Like she clearly doesn't care about herself or anyone. She's sucking dick like she has no cares and it's fantastic and it's great, but it doesn't happen often. (laughs) Just saying. I've. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I, I feel you on this, Rashani. Like, it, I've I've seen enough mediocre blowjobs in my day to know, you know. And again, for- you never had a legit mediocre blowjob? I've had some where I've been like, all right, I'm good. Thank you. I appreciate the gesture. Okay. All right. Yep. I'm not going to come from that. I've had a couple where I was just like, okay, all right, I think we're done here. I've had a couple, I've had a couple like that. I'm talking about, I'm talking like, I'm trying to cult, I, cause I'm willing to try to coach a little bit. Like, I'm willing to like, try to like talk her through it a little bit. Like, oh, maybe you should try doing this. I'm willing to coach a little bit, but I've had some blowjobs where I was like, all right, I can't even coach you to this being like mid grade. This is the worst blowjob I think I've ever had. Like, it's just everything you're doing is wrong. I think you should chill. I'm serious, man. I've had some... <laughs> I've had some legitimately bad blowjobs where I'm like, all right, I'm good. 
nope, I don't need to, no, I don't need to come. That was, that was nice. Thank you. You should, you should go home now. I hit him with the, oh man, I gotta wake up early tomorrow. You should, uh, you should get the fuck out of here. What? No, no, it's not because of that mediocre ass blowjob. I just got shit to do tomorrow. Wait, wait, what? Did I, did I, did I, did I like it? Did I come? You didn't, you didn't feel it? Nah, you can't, you can't fucking, <laughs> you can't fucking fake coming with a blowjob, dog. Like, exactly. I,